fumble the opening kickoff and the Central Rebels are going to start with the ball deep in enemy territory on their own 27-yard line of the Valley Catholic Warriors opening kickoff it's brought to you by John Boyd with Boyd and Associates turning complicated matters into simple concepts Boyd and Associates is bringing accounting integrity character client focus and dedication to our local community for 20 years we'll bring you that starting lineup in just a moment as the Central Rebels working right to left on your radio dial they're going to change the formation they've got Jackson Jones in a two-point stance lined up as a wing back to the left they'll motion him to the right and throw a swing pass to Joe Bryant he stiff arms the defender right at the line of scrimmage turns it up the sideline and is finally forced out of bounds Going to be a pickup of about six on the play. They're going to say that he stepped out of bounds, and it'll be a second down and about four for the Central Rebels on their first play from scrimmage. Starting lineup brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Your local shelter insurance agents. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Jason Murphy, the quarterback who threw that pass. Running back is Jackson Jones. The receivers, Joe Bryant, Cannon Harlow, Caden Casey, and Kendall Horton. As Cason Murphy takes it up the near sideline. And he's wrapped up right about the line of scrimmage as a flag comes flying in. We'll bring you the rest of the starters while they sort this out. The offensive line, left to right, Nathan Weinhold, Evan Weiss, Logan Murray, Sammy Calloway, and Tristan Stewart as it's a holding on the Central Rebels. Meanwhile, for the Valley Catholic defense their defensive line Cohen Gibbs Tim Okenfoos Jacob Colbreth and Noah Elbert the linebackers it's the Viox twins Alex and Isaac with Brandon Geisler the third linebacker in the four three defensive fronts and the defensive backs Bryce Geisler Grant Fowler Eli Fowler and Carson Tucker who will move all over the place on this Valley Catholic defense keep an eye out for him he is an absolute defensive machine two wide receivers on either side for the Central Rebels following the penalty it's a slant pattern on the far side I don't know what Caden Casey was doing there if that was supposed to be an option route or something like that he kind of sat still expecting it to be a little bit more behind him and Luckily for the Central Rebels, he undercut that because that was about to be right throw, thrown right to the corner, Glenn. And I think maybe even there was uh, another play downfield further, but uh, Murphy was looking for somebody out there to uh, hit right away. And like you said, uh, the receiver just kind of leaned back and tried to grab it with one arm. You're not going to do it on a night like this. Two receivers to the left, one to the right, and we've got movement from the defense of the Valley Catholic Warriors. It's Tim Okenfoos trying to time the snap count. It's going to give a free five yards for the Central Rebels who are behind the sticks. They'll stay behind the sticks after this penalty, but it'll make it a little more manageable. Instead of third and 16, it's going to be third down and 11 now for the Central Rebels. They're still deep in enemy territory inside the 30 at the 29-yard line. I think if you're Central, you'd like to have some points after this early turnover to get some momentum going. They line up with a bunch of players in the backfield. Now they'll motion Joe Bryant to slot left. They've got a wing back and an outside receiver on that side, too. Murphy looks that way for Joe Bryant, but throws it short as it's one hop to Bryant incomplete. It'll bring up a fourth down and 11, and I think the Central Rebels are going to go for it here. Hang on. We've got a personal foul on the offense that was called. There's a flag on the far side of the field, right about where the offensive line, the right tackle would have been when the play started. And now they're chatting with head coach Judd Nagger of the Valley Catholic Warriors. It's a personal foul. It's still going to be the loss of down, I believe, if it's after the play. And that will back up the Central Rebels even further. So not great starts for either side. Valley Catholic fumbled the opening kickoff. The Central Rebels, meanwhile, their starting offense has been stuck in reverse. Their starters, by the way, it's brought to you by Shelter Insurance. David Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance, 517 East Payne and Park Hills, insuring the Parkland since 1955. 
I think this is going to be one of those nights where the football is going to be extra tough to throw, extra tough to punt, and it'll be interesting to see how they handle it. Third down, Cason Murphy under pressure, wrapped up, and he is going to be sacked at about midfield. The Rebels still stuck in reverse as down goes Murphy. It's Tim Okenfus in on the sack for his 12th and a half sack on the season. Just an absolute monster in the middle of that Valley Catholic defensive line. And it'll be a fourth down and 36 for the Central Rebels. Well, that was not exactly what the Central Rebels dialed up there, but uh, it, it backed them up a little bit. They're going to try to get back some real estate here before they give the ball back to Blue. This drive started on the 28th. They're now having a punt from their own territory, and it's not a good punt from Casey, Casey Murphy. As it's skied, it goes off the head of a Central Rebel at the 40. Valley could have picked that up and tried to run with it. No one did, and that's where it'll be downed just past the 40-yard line on the Valley Catholic side of the field. Not a lot of net yardage at the end of the day with a punt like that. I know it's cold, but so far, both these teams not executing at a level where these combined records are 20 and 1 on the season. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a game tonight whenever you uh, whenever you punt the ball, whenever you throw the ball, the grip is going to be different. The uh, way it comes off of your feet is going to be different. That ball was almost kicked straight up in the air. And believe it or not, even with the little wind that we have, it has been a little bit of a factor here in this game so far. Valley Catholic offense on the field, they like to move quick. We'll try to get to their starting lineups even quicker. Chase Fallett, the quarterback, with Bryce Giesler, the running back. The receivers are Ryland Fallert, Grant Fallert, and Sam Drury. Run near side. Not much doing. P.J. Jones and Central Rebels defense, who will bring you in just a moment, swarming Chase Fallert as he gets nothing on the play. Well, maybe a yard, actually, he got out of it. He'll set up a second down and nine at the end of the day. The tight end for the Valley Catholic Warriors is Cohen Gibbs, and the offensive line left to right reads Jackson Fowler, Jacob Colbreth, Isaac Viox, Jacob Elbert, and Noah Elbert. Defense for the Central Rebels. They're going to go with multiple defensive fronts. Logan Murray, Eli Rasnick, and Sammy Callaway on the defensive line. Ty Schweiss, Jackson Jones, and Barrett Henson, the linebackers, with Tristan Stewart switching between linebacker and defensive line. The corners are Cannon Harlow and Hakeem Wagner as it's a run near side for Chase Fallard, who's got a lane up the near sideline. Fallard in a foot race with Sammy Callaway. He will score. 58-yard rushing touchdown on the second play from scrimmage for the Valley Catholic Warriors, and they take a 6-0 lead. That materialized very quickly. That ball was in his hands, and he was down the sidelines quickly, and we saw the uh, Valley offense kind of move to that right side as though they were going to go that way. Central adjusted their defense to get over there, but once Fallert got into the clear, there was no looking back. 6-0, Valley Catholic Warriors, rest of the starting defense for the Central Rebels. Cannon Harlow, Hakeem Wagner, the corners. Joe Bryant and Casey Murphy, the safeties. J.J. Vickers Insurance Agency brings you that starting lineup. 63 School Street and Bonterre allow J.J. to help protect your family with life insurance. Will Kuhn, kick is up. Kick is good. 7-0, Valley Catholic Warriors, 9.15 to go, opening quarter. You're watching high school football on KFMO.com slash watch and listening on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240, KFMO. Andy's Garage in Park Hills has high-quality repairs, service, and performance at affordable prices. They have a very courteous and helpful team that go beyond the standard of auto repair to ensure your vehicle is running the way it should be. Visit Andy's Garage at 5918 Maple Street behind Patriot Vault in Park Hills or call them today at 431-2626. Their phone number again, 431-2626. From basic maintenance to engine rebuilds, Andy's Garage in Park Hills has you covered. 
High School Football on KFMO is brought to you by Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills. Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills. Mineral Area College in Park Hills. And the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. Hakeen Wagner with the return from inside his own five-yard line up the far sideline. He goes, finally tripped up. At about the 25-yard line, that's where the drive will begin for the Central Rebels. Their second drive of the game, and Glenn, the first one was a drive to forget. It started off great considering where they were on the 28-yard line on the Valley side of the field. First play from scrimmage netted them about six yards. Everything after that was a total of disaster. Run for no gain, even with a holding. That backed them up even further. Incomplete pass of the personal foul backed them up even further after that. A sack backed them up even further than that. And with a not-so-great punt from Cason Murphy that resulted in a two-play touchdown drive for the Valley Catholic Warriors. Chase Fallett ran it in for his 10th rushing touchdown of the season. Central Rebels rotating their formation. They've now got two in the backfield in an I formation. And Jackson Jones motions from wingback left to right. The give to the tailback. Up the far sideline, Joe Bryant. He's run out of bounds after a gain of eight yards on the play. It seems like the Central Rebels are, at least early on in this contest, coming with this new formation we haven't seen so far in the season. You can tell that both coaches on these teams throughout the season kind of keeping a little bit in their back pockets. Maybe Coach Schweiss a little more than Coach Nagger, who just wants to run that hard-nosed football out of the spread, albeit. But now it's another new formation. You've got two claps from Casey Murphy, and they'll shift after that. It was a shotgun set with two running backs in the backfield. Now it looks like an option set with a wing back on either side. They'll motion one wing back from the left to the right. It's Jackson Jones in run that way. Joe Bryant, he's got the first down and a few more as he's run out of bounds after another gain of six yards on the play. I feel like this game is going to be a game where we're going to see a lot of the ground game for both teams. Uh, both teams run the ball very well. Both teams can throw the ball very well at times. Uh, but I think in the weather conditions we have here tonight, the sure-footedness is going to come from the running game. And we've seen Valley capitalize on that so far. Now Joe Bryant looks like he might be getting himself going just a bit here as well. Now it's an empty set for the Central Rebels. We'll see if they stay in this. Jackson Jones is the wing back to the left. Now Central is going to drop into a shotgun set with Cason Murphy bringing Jackson Jones in the backfield with him to his right. Snap. Murphy going to follow his lead blocker as a flag comes flying in. Murphy up the near sideline. He's got some room to run as he spilled out of bounds as he takes it across the 50 to the 46-yard line on the Valley Catholic Warriors side of the field. But now the white and red Central Rebels making their way back, and it's going to be a holding on the offense. That'll back them up and negate a good run from Cason Murphy. Well, that's one thing you can't do if you're Central, if you're anybody playing this Valley Catholic team, is make mistakes, and that's what we've seen from Central a lot so far tonight. Uh, you can say the weather kind of gets you a down a bit, but hanging on to a jersey and holding somebody on the offensive line, uh, there's just no reason for that. you got to make sure you play some clean football tonight and try not to make those uh, penalties and those mistakes. 7.48 to go in the first quarter. It's a 7 nothing lead for the Valley Catholic Warriors. The Central Rebels on their second offensive drive of the game, again behind the sticks and back further than when they started. Roll to the left, throw back to the right. Jackson Jones with no one around him except for his right tackle blocking for him down the field. It's Nathan Weinhold leading the way and Jones gets that penalty yardage back and then some extra and it's going to set up a short yardage situation after the gain of about 18, second down and two. 
that was a great play. That time he uh, moved to the left side. It looked like he was looking for somebody over the middle. In fact, I was looking for somebody over the middle. And then he throws against the grain back to Jones, and Jones picks up a big chunk of yardage. Jason Murphy having a phenomenal season for the Central Rebels, having to do a lot more than ask with the injuries to the running backs, including Jackson Jones on the season. Gave to Cannon Harlow on a jet sweep. He's tripped up. The Central Rebels coaching staff upset about something. Either it was a missed assignment by one of their linemen or something that the officials didn't quite see. I can't tell with it on the far sideline who exactly the staff was yelling at. Either way, it's a first down for the Central Rebels. Cannon Harlow on that kind of jet sweep power that the Central Rebels have been running. little off tackle on the far side of the field. He picks up about five. It's a first down and ten. Central still on their own side of the 50, but on the 49. Same play. Harlow's got it again. Bounces it outside. Breaks a couple tackles up the sideline. Ball comes free! And the Valley Catholic Warriors fall on it. They're going to take over on their own 41-yard line. Cannon Harlow is weaving in and out between defenders, but holding that football lateral across his chest a little loose. It got punched out, and Valley Catholic makes the turnover margin a net zero now as they force a fumble and will take over on their own 40. I feel like in this game so far, Central has played fairly well offensively, that they've done okay offensively, but they keep you know, hanging themselves. They keep giving themselves more problems with mistakes. That time, a big chunk of yardage picked up. They had the first down. Looked like they were going for more, and he just couldn't hang on to that ball. It's early, but it's starting to feel eerily similar to that last game that we saw a week ago between the Festus Tigers and the Hillsborough Hawks, where North County had, or the North County Raiders, rather, and the Festus Tigers, as wrapped up in the open field, Joe Bryant just takes down Bryce Geisler one-on-one for a loss. Geisler, a phenomenal running back. Joe Bryant, a great player at the safety spot, but to take down Bryce Geisler, who's averaging 12 yards per touch on the grounds, that's not easy. He's got over 1,000 yards on the season, but he'll lose two there. Well, this is an important defensive stand for Central right now. They cannot allow Valley to walk down the field and put more points on the board, I think, early on because the momentum will be on their side big time. Geisler this time to the left side. Has a small hole to run through, and he gets low, knifes his way through it, picks up those two yards that he lost, plus an extra one, and it'll be a third down and long. This is something Coach Nager talked about heading into this week that was going to be so key for him on both sides of the ball is – not falling behind the sticks in offense and putting the Rebels behind the sticks. The Rebels themselves have been putting themselves behind the sticks quite a bit throughout this game. So far, we'll see what Valley Catholic can do when they fall behind the sticks. Little tunnel screen near side. Central loves to run that play with Joe Bryant. It's caught on the play by the receiver, Sam Drury, leading receiver on this Valley Catholic squad. And he's tackled right about the spot necessary for the first. And it looks like Valley Catholic might be going for this one. They're going to line up quickly one way or another. It does appear like they're going to be going for it. They've got two receivers left, and they'll motion one out wide on the near side. Running back in the backfield. They send the slot receiver left in motion, and now they'll set up with trips on the right side. 14 seconds to go on the play clock, and they'll get a new play from the line of scrimmage, from the uh, sideline on our near side. Now Fowler will clap twice, take a step back, and punt away a booming punt that is going to beat everyone down the field. It's going to one-hop, but Joe Bryant's going to take it on a hop with his momentum taking him the wrong way. That's going to that's not going to stop him, though, as he takes it up the far sideline, breaking a tackle from behind, and gets taken down at about the 20-yard line. I, n- probably every other person shy of a player with the first name of Job, whether it's Job Smith or Job Bryant, you tell them just let that go. Don't play that. Those two, yeah, play that on a hop. 
I trust you more than I trust my gut instinct looking at you from a distance. If it wasn't for watching the play, I, I wanted to put an eye on Coach Swice just to see if he was really having a heart attack or not because when that ball came up in the air, I thought, he's not going to grab that, is he? Yeah, he did, and he picked up a few yards out of it. Central's going to shift to an overload to the left. They get set. They got a running back on that side, two receivers on the left side as well. Early snap. No one's ready for the play. Cason Murphy's got it. He's wrapped up in the backfield and will be taken down on a sack. The center, Logan Murray, snapped it early. Cason Murphy wasn't ready for it. He just kind of found it nestled around his stomach. No one else moved for Central at first. So it's a little helter-skelter, and the Rebels, again, the mistakes continue through this first quarter. With 4.15 left to go, going to be a second down and 14 after the sack on the play. And you think for early, early on, it might be butterflies, but right now, these mistakes are really hurting Central. Jackson Jones gets it as it's almost picked off by a Valley Catholic Warrior. It's that same play, roll out left, throw back to the right. This time, Valley Catholic was ready for it. They were half a step away from taking that ball away. Jones this time a more modest gain of about eight yards as opposed to the 18 he got before and it'll bring up a third down and about five yards to go for the first yeah that was a very very close call as Valley played that one very well defensively the uh, safety just came out and leaped out in front at least to knock it down and barely missed it that time and uh, he picks up a few yards it's third and five now well the weak side safety knew what was coming there it was that same play they ran before on second down and long that almost got them the conversion 320 to go case Murphy quick hit far side little X screen to the wide receiver out there in Caden Casey. And I think he's got the spot for the first. It'll depend on the official on the far side of the field. They went out of bounds over there, so the stick went down. So we can't quite see yet whether or not it's a first. Oh, and this is close. The officials still haven't signaled yet, even though the stick is right there. They might have to bring it out just another two yards onto the field. And they are going to take an official's timeout. This is as close as it's going to get. Let's see. They haven't brought the sticks out yet. I think they're still trying to eyeball it before they bring the sticks out. Well, whatever they do here, one side is not going to be happy yes. one way or the other. Valley is intently looking at them, and now they're going to bring the sticks out and see if they can measure it. Meanwhile, Central huddled up right now. They're looking at it as well. They bring the sticks three and a half feet onto the field to measure it. And it is short by the slimmest of margins. They signal it short. Central's right in front of it, and I don't see much arguing from the Central sideline. And now it's a big decision for head coach Corey Schweiss and the Central Rebels. You are deep in your own territory on the 30-yard line. You've had a hard time getting plays for positive yardage. Forget moving the ball down the field. You've had a lot of... Plays called back with penalties. You had the early snap to Casey Murphy where he lost four yards. He uh, lost ten yards on third down and long in the opening drive of the game when he was sacked. They're going to respot it on the field with one, if not two, links of the chain away from a first down. 3.04 left to go, 7-0. The Central Rebels trailing the Valley Catholic Warriors, and they've got one of the biggest decisions of the game already with three minutes left to go in the first quarter. And I think we're going to see that hard count first to see if they can get them to jump a little bit. But after that, we may see one of those uh, 
where it looks like the guy is actually setting up as a quarterback but backs up a few yards and punts it. I'm not sure. Murphy under center. They're going to run a play here. Joe Bryant breaks a tackle behind the line of scrimmage to the far sideline. He's got the first down. Joe Bryant is a wide receiver, and he's listed at 5'9", 160 pounds. But he, pound for pound, is one of the strongest players in our listening area. Our former sports director, Greg Allen, pointed it out, really, during basketball season during the MAAA Conference Tournament. Take a look at the quads on Joe Bryant the next time he's playing basketball. This guy is built for someone that hides it really well. This time it's a give to Hakeem Wagner, who in recent weeks has moved to running back. He doesn't get much on that play, just about two yards. It'll be a second down and a long nine yards to go for the first. We'll call it a pickup of one for Wagner. Central's having a little trouble with the little things right now. That handoff itself was actually right up about Wagner's arm, the top of his arm by his uh, neck, and uh, he had to corral it, and that kind of slowed him down for a second. That little extra step helps Valley's defense get in there quicker. Overload left, and the snap goes off the hands of Kaysen Murphy, and he's going to be pulled down to the turf. As a flag comes in anyway, it might be an illegal formation on the Central Rebels. All said and done, there's still 2.20 left to go in this first quarter, but this has been a disastrous first quarter for the Central Rebels, on offense in particular. And I think when this quarter's done, if the score remains 7-0, they're going to be counting their blessings. It is an illegal formation. It's declined, and it'll make a third down, and with the loss on the play, third down and 14. Uh, they move it back another yard further. going to be third down and 15. It's a loss of six on the play. Casey Murphy has including the run for no gain he's got four carries on the play for on the on the game for negative 20 yards they line up trips left two trips right rather two receivers left cannon harlow will motion he'll be a tight end on that far side so it's four receivers on that far side of the field now they're going to send Caden casey in motion run casey murphy following a pulling guard to the left side he gets taken down hard to the natural grass they've got here at valley catholic at the 36-yard line, he's going to be well short of the spot necessary for the first. And another big decision for Corey Schweiss and the Central Rebels. You already went for it once, but that was fourth down and one deep in your own territory. You're still on your side of the field at the 37-yard line, and it's a fourth down and five. I know Coach Schweiss can really be a gutsy coach at times, especially in these big games. This would be a gutsy call. They're lined up in a formation right now that lends you to believe they're going to be punting it away. And Kaysen Murphy will take a few steps back and get the punt and get away a low-line drive punt that will take a couple hops. And this time, the Valley Catholic Warriors' closest player to it, quarterback Chase Fowler, will just let it die, and it will be downed by Cannon Harlow at the 22-yard line. Fowler not trying to pull a Joe Bryant and pick that up on a hop. Kind of lended itself to Job as well to pick that up. It was a generous high hop. Wasn't really moving away from him. It kind of hopped straight up into the air. But with a minute seven left to go in the first quarter, the Central Rebels find themselves trailing seven to nothing. And all things considered, how their offense has gone so far, that's got to feel like such a break. It really is. I mean, because Valley's offense, other than the one big play, the 58-yard touchdown run by Fowler, their offense has been okay. It's, it's moved the ball a little bit, but they've had their struggles too. A give up the middle, and the ball comes free. Geisler lost it, and Joe Bryant picks it up. And like a punt return, he's going to reverse field to the near side. Stiff-arm defender and goes down at the 30-yard line. 
I'll tell you what, for the struggles on offense the Central Rebels have had, the defense and the special teams has come to play for the Rebels. That's the second fumble they've forced through this game as there's a player down for the Valley Catholic Warriors, and it's the defense forcing turnovers with the special teams as well, keeping Central in this game as they trail 7-0 with under 56 seconds left to go. Player injured on the field for the Valley Catholic Warriors. We'll take a break here. 7-0 your score. Valley out in front of Central on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Good Earth Tools in Festus is an innovative manufacturing company that specializes in wear-proofing industrial products. They're hiring for CNC machinists, welders, brazers, and material handlers. Good Earth Tools has a clean, state-of-the-art facility, and they're pioneers in the engineering and application of solid tungsten carbide. They offer excellent benefits, and they want you on their team. To apply, visit careers.goodearthtools.com. You're probably expecting some punts on a joke, some wow or some pow, but not this time. Nope. Hey, it's David Sism from Samson Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. Did you know my grandpa Sam Sism first opened his doors for business in 1937 and we're still family owned and operated? I'm not here asking for your business today. I just want to tell all of our loyal customers, thank you. Thank you for choosing us, your hometown dealer. Thank you for shopping local and for supporting your community as we strive to support you in return. Shopping season is gearing up now, but I'm not here with some catchy jingle or ad. I'm just giving back to you, our customer, instead. This month, when you leave with the wheels and the deal you want, you get a $100 gift card with your purchase. Our reputation and history is still your guarantee. Come in and see us at Samson Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty, and leave as a part of the Sism Ford family. Call us today at 431-3177 or visit us online at SismFord.com. Gift card with completed vehicle purchase. See dealer for details. And Murphy up the near sideline, and he's run out of bounds at about the five-yard line. Case and Murphy, and hang on, let's look around, make sure there are no flags on the field, as there have been with, and there is. It's going to be a flag on the Central Rebels pretty much every time Case and Murphy runs. There's a flag. Is Joe Bryan must have been on him. He's trying to get an explanation from the official, and will get pulled away by some of his fellow Central Rebels. The officials they're calling this game tight so far. One of the offensive linemen was standing at about the 30-yard line, and he had his hands up in the air, and he was like, what? Who did that? So we can't really see at this point. But it's a – because from our vantage point, there are a couple of banners right in front of us, so there's a, a little bit of a blind spot around the 10-yard line. So I, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but uh, whatever it is, it's another mistake, and it brings the ball back to about the 21. So it's going to be a first down and one with the spot of the foul penalty, moving them back behind – the spot necessary for the first. Mason Williams in the backfield. He will lead block for Kaysen Murphy. Same play. Takes up the near side. Stiff arms the defender to the turf. Oh, but he's able to make that ankle tackle in the last second. Chase Fowler. Little quarterback on quarterback violence as Kaysen Murphy was trying to stiff arm him. Gave him a couple stiff arms in the process, in fact, before Fowler finally went down. But Chase is able to trip him up and take him down on the play and prevent what may have been a touchdown. Either way, it's going to be first down and goal to go for the Central Rebels. See if Central gets his play off with the clock running. 14 seconds and, and yet to oh, go. They'll have to. There's 10 seconds on the play clock, 12 on the game clock. They give Joe Bryant out of the tailback spot in the shotgun set. He'll fight his way forward, pinballing off of would-be tacklers and offensive linemen for the Central Rebels. 
Takes it down to the five-yard line, a gain of five on the play, and that takes us to the end of the first quarter. First quarter, not a lot happening for the Central Rebels offense other than a lot of mistakes, but they're going to have second down and goal from the five-yard line with a chance to tie it up when we return after this. They trail 7 to nothing to the Valley Catholic Warriors and the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. LeCarrie Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted best body shop in the parkland in 2018 american metal and collision is located on business park drive in mineral point and if you're looking for name recognition look no further than brad wooten with brad wooten auto body located in the beautiful arcadia valley brad wooten has a 10,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility with factory trained technicians and loaner cars on site it's brad wooten auto body located at 401 north main street in ironton lacary auto body your ppg distributor in the parkland for over 30 years is proud to support your hometown repair shops Buckley Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton is now Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service. With over 30 years of experience, Stephanie Kitchell has taken ownership and is here to continue the same tradition and service that Marsha Buckley started in 1986. Marsha is still available to consult you for your accounting and tax service needs. Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service provides top-notch accounting services that you've come accustomed to. Call 573-546-3104 today to schedule an appointment at Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service. Kaysen Murphy tackled at the line of scrimmage. He will lose a yard, and that will bring up third down and goal from the six-yard line. Two backs in the backfield. Kaysen Murphy and a shotgun set between them. He'll look to pass. Slam pattern. Joe Bryant's got it. Takes it into the end zone for the touchdown. Joe Bryant catches it on a slant pattern for his 12th receiving touchdown. 22nd total score on the year not including his special teams touchdowns that is and he has and there's a chance the rebels can tie this game up if mason williams can split the uprights for his 49th pat on the season pats brought to you by complete vision care they offer quality eye care premium eyewear and a customized visual solution for every patient with locations in lettington and festus ty schweiss to hold for the central rebels mason williams on to kick wind blowing right to left a chilly wind today the kick up through the uprights and good we are tied up at 7 7 31 seconds into the second quarter 11 29 left to go valley catholic warriors getting it back after this on am 1240 kfmo whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those, too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. The Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Williams to kick. Valley Catholic Warriors with two back deep to return. It is Bryce Geisler 
And Ryland Fallert. Ryland Fallert, the one who fumbled the opening kickoff. Bryce Geisler gets it from his own 20-yard line this time. Trying to reverse field. Hakeen Wagner waiting for him. Contains him back inside and wallop to the turf. Or is Viox, excuse me. That's not Bryce Geisler. That was Alex Viox on the return. And it was Tristan Stewart who hammered him to the natural grass fields at Valley Catholic High School. One of the few remaining, at least for our listening area teams, natural grass fields, Glenn. I was talking with Dustin Kopp, who's producing the video portion of our broadcast on the drive out. and I, Off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure it's just them in Fredericktown. Yeah. I think that's it at this point, Even I, the, including the uh, Mississippi Area Football Conference Jefferson County teams up north. Fallert rolling far side, downfield receiver open. It's underthrown, but a sliding catch is made on the play by Bryce Geisler. Coming out of the running back spot, running a corner pattern on the far side of the field. But hang on, there's a flag down on the field. The offense is backing up for the Valley Catholic Warriors. And I think it's going to be on the offense based on that alone. And they're already backing up the Valley Catholic offense. That play is going to be negated. Well, that's a shame because that was a great catch that time by Geisler. He was running uh, downfield. He was behind his defender. The ball was a little underthrown probably because here in this half we've seen the wind change a little bit of direction, and it has affected the ball a little bit tonight. And he did a great sliding catch just before going out of bounds. And uh, unfortunately for the Valley Warriors, it's all for naught. Shotgun formation, fake toss, keep by the quarterback Chase Fallard. He gets wrapped up and brought down hard. It'll be a short gain on the play for Fowler. He gets some of that penalty yardage back. It'll be a second down and 12 after the gain of three on the play for Fowler. Well, I think both these coaches at halftime are going to be talking to their teams about mistakes. They're going to be talking to the Valley side. Is going to be talking about fumbles, talking about that possibly that last penalty as well. On the central side, there's a lot of things to talk about. Fumbles, uh, you know, just basically not executing, bad snaps, things like that. But we're 7-7 right now. Yeah, not for nothing. I was ragging on the central offense early in this game, but their defense has come to play. Other than that one run of 58 yards by Chase Fallett for the lone score, there's not a lot of big plays happening for the offense, but there's one as Kaysen Murphy just got mossed by Sam Drury, the 6'170 170-pound senior leading receiver for the Valley Catholic Warriors. It was a little underthrown by Chase Fowler, and Drury skied for it and pulled it away from Kaysen Murphy, who had the better positioning. You just cannot do anything about that if you're Kaysen Murphy. I mean, he was in a position to catch that ball at some point. But uh, like you said, the uh, receiver went up over the top and took it away from him. A great catch that time by Valley. So right on cue, Valley with a big play. Here's another one as Bryce Geisler lowers his shoulder and runs through a central rebel at the 30-yard line and makes his way all the way to the 25-yard line. Pickup of 16 yards on the play. On a big physical run for Bryce Geisler as he ran through Jackson Jones at the end of that play and juked out Joe Bryant on his way as well. Twins left, receiver right. Tight end on that side as well. Read option to give Bryce Geisler lanes a run through. Breaks a tackle, takes it up the near sideline. He'll score. All right, as I say, the Central Rebels defense is really containing the Valley Catholic offense. 
They got their engine firing on all cylinders, and they regained the lead at 13-7 with 9.41 left to go in the second quarter. Well, that's what happens when you start talking good things about one team or the other. It seems like the other team makes a play, and they made three plays that time. The big one, the uh, up-over-the-top reception by the receiver, but that run there right up the gap and into the end zone puts Valley on top 13-7 to with a chance to kick an extra point. And I think extra points will be interesting tonight. So far, they've been good. Let's see if they continue that way. Well, on the season, the place kicker, Kuhn, has hit 47 of 62, make it 48 of 63 as he splits the uprights there and extends the lead for the Valley Catholic Warriors to 14 to 7. Central Rebels getting the ball back on offense when we return after this. 9.41 left to go, second quarter. You're listening to the Class 3 District 1 Championship Game on AM 1240 KFMO save $80 on the spot at Plaza Tire Service when you purchase four in-stock Nokian One tires. That's instant savings right now at Plaza Tire Service. No forms to complete, no waiting for a card in the mail. Plus, you can make the purchase easy on your wallet with a Plaza Tire Service credit card. Featuring six months deferred interest on purchases over $149 or one of our no-credit-needed financing solutions. For a limited time, save 80 bucks instantly on four in-stock Nokian One tires for your car. Exclusively at Plaza Tire Service. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science. Central Rebels watch the kickoff go out of bounds on the far sideline, and they'll begin with the ball with some good field position as they're going to spot it on the 38-yard line, far side hash mark. That's where the drive begins for the Rebels, working left to right in the second quarter on your radio dial, sporting their road white uniforms, red helmets, red socks, and a lot of players wearing some red long sleeves or white long sleeves for the Central Rebels. Two receivers to the left and to the right. Cannon Harlow goes in motion. Fake to him. Keep. Casey Murphy lane up the middle to run through. And there he goes. Stiff, or steps through one tackle. Stiff arms another. Finally taken down. Casey Murphy with a huge physical run down the field. Well, he did a great job right off the bat by faking the handoff to the back coming up the middle. And I think Valley bought that fake so well that they passed him up for a bit. And Murphy just put on the afterburner. He started heading downfield. A couple of missed tackles, a couple of eluded tackles as well. As Murphy did a great job picking up some big yardage all the way down to the 29-yard line of uh, Valley here. And uh, I'm looking out on the field where there's a hat laying out there. I thought maybe an official threw it to mark something, but I think it's just laying out there and they need to pick it up. Well, a hat on the field means two things from the official. It means a player stepped out of bounds, but it's not on the sideline. And it also can mean it's a second penalty after they've already thrown their flag. It's neither. It just blew away from one of the officials and hasn't been picked up yet. Actually, it's one of the hand warmers. Someone lost that as Joe Bryant takes it up the middle for a gain of three. It's a hand warmer. Yeah, just throw that up here. Yes, <laughs> we'll hold well, on to that. We'll hang on to that for a couple of quarters and uh, let you know how it works and all that good stuff. But, yeah, that was weird. We'll usually keep it warm a, for you. Yeah, usually on a play like that, you see an official that, you know, immediately will grab something like that off the field, but I don't think any of them saw it at the time. 
Two running backs in the backfield. They'll motion one out to the left to be a wide receiver. It's Joe Bryant. He's got a one-on-one on that side if they look to go that way. Casey Murphy will come to the near side instead to Caden Casey. He's spun down to the grass after getting a catch on a slant pattern. Picks up five. It'll be a third down and short. And I think what made that play not work as well as they wanted it to was having to wait on the pass to get there. As the receiver started to cut across the middle, he had to stop for a second to wait on the pass, got it, and then took off. By that time, Valley's defense, which is awfully good, had snuck up there and kind of closed the gap. Tight formation, tight end right, twin receivers left, and they will shift. One of the players in the backfield was right guard Evan Weiss. He's going to line up on the right side now. It's an overload on that right side. They'll motion Jackson Jones over there as well in a two-point stance behind the right guard Weiss and toss it that way. Joe Bryant tiptoes his way up the sideline and gets shoved out of bounds. Stepped out of bounds at the 10. First down, goal to go for the Central Rebels after the gain of 11. You know, sometimes when you're playing a really good defense like Valley has or Central has as well, and you get that first down inside the 10, you want it to be a couple of yards past that 10-yard line. You'd like to have a first down and goal from the 8 or the 7. Sometimes when you have the 10, it seems like an awful lot of uh, yardage to get to. Again, Central with that weird shotgun set, and now they'll motion to a new one. It's a tight end on either side with a wing back now to the right, and we got movement from the right side of the offensive line. And it's going to be a senior left guard lined up on the right side, Evan Weiss, who just flinches. But that's something Central has pulled out that I'm not sure I've ever seen from the Central Rebels, where you line up in a shotgun set and you've got a couple different formations that you shift to and try to see if you can catch the defense before they realign to where you're lined up at. This is the first time I've seen it uh, this year from Central. And, uh, of course, Central is having to try to do a few things extra because uh, this uh, opponent tonight is somebody that's seen them before. I've not been covering the Central Rebels all 19 of Coach Schweiss's years. There's a pass to the far side, almost intercepted. And a chance at a pick six as well as Chase Fowler was there. He got his fingertips on it. It falls incomplete. I obviously have not been here for all 19 of Corey Schweiss's years as head coach of the Central Rebels, but I've been here for six years now. I've never seen this type of play from the Central Rebels. It's something that makes sense. You line up one way and you shift into something else in the last second. See if you can catch the defense before they realign to where you're lined up now. Kind of taking advantage of we know where we're going. You don't until we go there. They line up. A shotgun running back to the left. And they're going to roll to that left side. Pass back near side. Off the fingertips of Jackson Jones incomplete. A little behind Jones. He kind of had to wait for it. I think he was anticipating a hit as well. And it goes off his hands incomplete and brings up a third down and goal from the 15-yard line. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things where, you know, they've gone to Jones a couple of times tonight. So the element of surprise is a little bit gone now. But that time, the pass was just a little high and behind him, hit him in the shoulder pads straight up in the air. And lucky for Central that that ball didn't stay up in the air long enough for Valley to get under it. 14-7 Central Rebels trail. They got two receivers right, one to the left. Murphy to pass with time for Joe Bryant. Touchdown, Central Rebels. Joe Bryant's second receiving touchdown of the game. This one from 15 yards out. And the Rebels with a chance to tie us up at 14-all with the PAT coming. I tell you what, I don't know, and I'm not saying this is a bad play, but if I was playing defense against Joe Bryant, I'd want to know where he is every single second. And somehow... He got behind his man and got his man turned around backwards and then cut back across the field, and he was wide open. 
you don't want to see a guy like Joe Bryant wide open if you're the opposition's and uh, now a chance to tie it up with the extra point. Snap high, pulled down by Ty Schweiss. The kick is up, and it's true and good. 14-14, your score. These teams figuring each other out here through the second quarter, going back and forth. 7.30, left to go. Valley Catholic getting the ball after this on KFMO. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports, and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug-free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope, online at sfccp.org. Ron's Tire in Farmington is ready to serve all your car, truck, RV, home, and farm equipment needs. They even provide mobile farm service. If you're in need of tires of any kind, trust the folks at Ron's Tire Center on Parsh Boulevard in Farmington. Ron's Tire Center, a proud sponsor of high school sports. High School Football on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Weems Insurance Agency in Farmington. Joe Bryant, his second receiving touchdown of the game, gives the Central Rebels a chance to tie. Mason Williams makes good on it. 14-14 your score with Williams ready to kick it away. Kicks it deep. And it's Viox on the return up the far sideline with a lane to run through across the 40, wrapped up, taken down at about the 43-yard line. That's where the drive will begin for the Valley Catholic Warriors as they look to make it two scoring drives in a row. I want to thank a few of our sponsors, including Good Earth Tools and Festus, Kitchell Accounting and Tax Services in Ironton, Fisher Furniture in Ironton, and Andy's Garage located in Park Hills. i got to tell you one thing. This Valley Band has a heck of a bass player. I mean, this guy is playing note for note, and uh, he's playing stuff. I mean, a high school kid, it's playing stuff that a lot of older adults, um, you know, can't play. And quite frankly, this is a terrible night to try to play bass because that wind will just absolutely tear that thing in and out of tune like crazy. This isn't just a baseball and football school. Plenty of talented kids in other academic areas and after school activities for the Valley Catholic Warriors as it's a run near side for Bryce Geisler. Decent gain in the play. He picks up about three as he's wrapped down to the turf by two tough inside linebackers for the Central Rebels, Jackson Jones and Tristan Stewart, the sophomore and senior, respectively. You know, a lot of times uh, bands will get a bass player instead of having, you know, three or four tubas or something like that to give it a little bottom end. And they usually just play one or two notes in each measure. And, you know, it's very simple. I mean, this guy is killing it. He's out there... uh, playing some uh, Jaco Pastorius things, for those of you that know who that guy is. I do not. I was not a band <laughs> kid through high school. <laughs> Look that guy I'm up. He's crazy. Motion to the right side. It's a pass play. Fowler, it's a pass with time down the middle of the field, and it's picked off. Cason Murphy, no doubt about it. This time he doesn't get mossed. He undercuts the intended target and takes it away from the opposing quarterback, Chase Fowler, and the Rebels will take over on their side of the field with six and a half left to go until halftime. And I think that was just a little bit higher, and that would have been a huge gain for Valley. Instead, Murphy went back and did a great job playing that ball and hanging on to it once he caught it because as soon as he caught it, the uh, receiver that it was intended for grabbed his arm and tried to throw him down on the ground with the arm, and he had to hang on to that fighting against the arm of the receiver. So a great job all around by Casey Murphy. If you watch the Rebels at all this year, you there are no questions about Casey Murphy's toughness. He's not a big guy either like Joe Bryan at 5'10", 175. But man, can this kid ball, and 
He is tough as nails. The lefty will roll out to his left. Cut it back inside. Now follows a convoy of blockers. Stumbles for a second. Regains his footing. Lowers his shoulder into a couple Valley Catholic Warriors. And right on cue. Showing off that toughness. He was almost sacked. Turns it into a gain of nine as he's fighting tooth and nail for every yard. Yeah, just as soon as you mentioned that, he shows us what you're talking about. I mean, there was a couple of times I thought he was going down easy, and he just drug a couple of players with him and moved the ball further downfield, almost getting that first down. Second down and a yard to go for the first. Under six minutes left to go. We'll see if the Central Rebels take a shot here. This is the typical down and distance where you would. They'll line up in a shotgun set and then shift to that overload to the right. Jackson Jones, the wing back on that side. They got another fullback that way in Cannon Harlow. And will run a toss play with Joe Bryant. Ball comes free. No one sees it at first. As the players are fighting for positioning, who's going to come away with it? It's a dog pile for the ball. Valley says they have it. What do the officials say, however? Central's now saying they've got it. And the Rebels are going to have the ball. It'll be third down in a yard. What a break for the Central Rebels. Joe Bryant lost it. The player he was engaged with didn't realize that Joe Bryant had lost it. And it came into the second wave of Rebels and Warriors diving on the football to figure out who came away with it. And I'll tell you what, the Rebels came away with it. I don't know if they were the first ones on the ball. I think they might have ripped that away in that dog pile. Yeah, you get down there at the bottom of that thing, that ball may change possession two or three times. Three receivers to the right. Quick hit. Joe Bryant off his hands. Incomplete. On the little button hook pattern near side out of the slot position. And it falls incomplete. And it's fourth down in a yard. And another big decision for Coach Corey Schweiss. He went for this earlier in the game in a similar situation. Balls on the 35. Got to get to the 36. Your side of the field. But now it's different because it's a tie game. And you're not trailing. And your offense has had success moving the ball. You're not trying to generate something on offense here well this is uh you know five minutes and 10 seconds left to go two plays ago you thought central was really on top of the world having picked off the pass and then setting it up on a really nice run by case murphy and now they're calling timeout to figure out what they want to do first timeout of the game called by either team it's brought to you by missouri farm bureau agent mike sansegrock Located on St. Genevieve Avenue in Farmington or Jonathan Steffen on North State Street in Deloge. 5-10 left to go. Second quarter, 14-14 ball game. Big decision for the Rebels. Fourth and one when we return after this on KFMO. Have you ever wanted to shop small but win big? With First State Community Bank, you can. For the next year, First State Community Bank is going to randomly reimburse debit transactions for those who shop at qualifying local businesses. We are giving away $1,000 per month. Find out where to shop and view the official rules at fscb.com backslash shop small win big. fscb.com backslash shop small win big. First State Community Bank, success starts here. Member FDIC. I get the mindset of calling the timeout. You want to get the right play out there. But, Glenn, this is also one of those where if you call the timeout, don't you have to go for it so you don't waste that timeout? You would think at least you've got to give that impression that that's what you're doing. I mean, they may still try to, you know, do a hard count or something of that nature. But, uh, no, they're going for it. Power eye formation. Joe Bryant with the handoff. He stumbles, and I think he stumbled across the line for the first. He does. He's got it. Pickup of two yards on the play for Joe Bryant. Enough for the Central Rebels to pick up the first. Well, that really helped out Joe Bryant, the fact that he was going to the right side. And when he got hit, there was no one to his right. So he was able to just lay down for a little bit extra yardage there. It was just, just enough to get that first down. Now, if you're Central, you want to do something with this possession. You've got a, a little momentum back to you. So let's see what you can do on this next play. 
Out of town scoreboard brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door. Hillsborough up on Festus 28-6 in the second quarter. Bryant with it. Reversing field taken to the near side. Now he's got a convoy of blockers down the field. Getting the sideline. Joe Bryant is a foot race as he's knocked out of bounds at the Valley Catholic 20-yard line. That play looked like absolutely nothing, and it turned into a huge gain for the Central Rebels. A 53-yard run for Joe Bryant. And what a run indeed. It'll set up the Central Rebels in the red zone, first down and 10 from the 20-yard line. Well, it, it basically looked like a play that was falling apart in the backfield. It was going to be a halfback pass, and it looked like the receiver was double-teamed downfield. looked like Johnson was the receiver again, and uh, he was double-teamed downfield. And next thing you know, Joe Bryant's just improvising. Quick hit. Bryant, he catches it this time. It's that same play they went for on third down and short. And uh, hang on, are they going to say the back official, Are they going to say, yeah, the back judge is saying that it's incomplete, I think. The back judge is calling it, and the offensive line is going, okay, why are you calling it yeah, when the guys next I, to it aren't? I get you're wearing the white cap, but that's not your call to make. I don't know. I mean, I didn't have a great view on it either from our vantage point, but out of all the officials on the fields, I don't know if he had the best view himself. Either way, it's going to be an incomplete pass, and he'll set up a second down and 10 from the 20-yard line. Murphy passes near side, pulled in, and run out of bounds on this near side is Jackson Jones once again. Short gain of two yards on the play. Well, going back to that play, it may have been the only reason he made the call is because the play was facing him where the other officials might have been screened by the receiver's body. But, uh, again, we don't have a great advantage point to it as well. And uh, so that was the call, and now it's a third down and eight, ball in the 18. Central Rebels checking the wristbands, seven players in and out as Mason Williams is going to come off the field on the far sideline. Overload to the right. That means the tackle on the left side is eligible. That's Nathan Weinhold, the left tackle. Keep an eye on him. Murphy, back to pass. In trouble. He's surrounded by Warriors and will be sacked on the play. Doesn't lose a ton of yardage. In fact, gets back to the original line of scrimmage, the 20-yard line. So it's a loss of two on the play. And Central, they don't have a field goal made to their name on the season so far. So that's not necessarily in the cards on a cold night like this this late in the year but they're gonna sub players in and out their stats online don't show any field goals made by their kicker mason williams but he's gonna line up to go for it keep an eye on ty schweiss the holder coach Corey schweiss's second oldest son slade his oldest graduated last year ty's done some passing before snap down kick is up does it have the distance it banks in off the post oh my goodness Doink and good for Mason Williams on the field goal. And the Rebels are going nuts on the far sideline. They've got their first lead of the game at 17-14. to 14. Back after this on AM 1240 KFMO. Get to Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre for the guaranteed lowest price on Ashley Furniture. Stop in and let us show you our huge showroom of beautiful Ashley Furniture and home accents for every room in your home. Choose from Ashley Living Rooms, Bedrooms, Dining Rooms, or Dens. You name the room and we'll show you an enormous selection with our lowest price guarantee. If you find a lower price, we'll match it or beat it guaranteed. Ask us about interest-free financing and free delivery. Ashley Furniture in style and in reach at Willett Home Furnishings, Berry Road, Bonterre. 
Well, it's not basketball season, but Mason Williams calls bank and drills it. 17-14 the score. Rebels out in front of the Warriors, getting ready to kick it away to Valley Catholic. Valley has three timeouts still. Central still has a pair as well. And the Valley Catholic Warriors, even though they fumbled the opening kick, since they elected to receive, Central's going to get the second-half kick. This first half shaping up pretty well for the Central Rebels as Ryland Fowler gets the return. He's the one who fumbled that opening kickoff return, and he gets wrapped up on the far side, hangs on to it, and is taken down at about the 25-yard line. That's where the drive's going to begin. Excuse me, at about the 20 is where he goes down. I just watched a uh, big piece of paper fly off the top of this uh, pavilion down here. And I'm thinking if I'm a Central Rebel fan, you hope that's not the offensive plan that just flew <laughs> right off the top because it's uh, headed towards the stands. But uh, going back to that field goal, it's got to be the shoes. It has to be. Oh, my God. He's got some those sky blue cleats. It's easy to spot him on the field. He's lined up as a defensive end on the far side of the field. He's gotten more time as his shoulders gotten healthier throughout the season, more on defense because he can kind of dictate the physicality there. But he's got three sacks to his name. So he's played well here at this latter part of the season as it's taken up the near side by Bryce Geisler. Geisler takes it to the 30-yard line. It'll be close to a first down. Well, this Central Ball Club has had a lot of mistakes in this first half. They've done a lot of things wrong. They have shot themselves in the foot several times. But they look up, and they're up by three points with 2.31 to go in the first half. they got to be happy with that going into the uh, locker room if they can maintain this lead because Valley has had an opportunity to run away with this a couple of times. Geisler's gain of eight sets up a second down and two. And they're wrapped up right at the line of scrimmage and driven backwards. But picking up the first down nonetheless is going to be the Valley Catholic Warriors. Uh, but a flag on the play against Valley Catholic is going to back up the offense. So it was the early on in the first half where the Valley Catholic Warriors had a chance to make take advantage of some Central Rebel errors. Now here late in the first half, it's the Central Rebels who are watching the Valley Catholic Warriors make their own set of mistakes. That'll set up a second down in 11. Clock runs, 2-10 left to go, second quarter. Three receivers to the right in a shotgun formation for Chase Ballard. He'll motion a wing back left to right, and he'll run that way in a designed QB run. Look to reverse field. Can't go back that way. Central's got it contained well, and he's going to be wrapped up. Nowhere to go for Chase Ballard. That is as picture-perfect a defensive swarm you can have for P.J. Jones, head coach, or excuse me, defensive coach of the Central Rebels. And it's going to be no gain on the play. Third down and nine yards to go for the first. 17-14, Central hanging on to a lead. And with third down here, Valley Catholic can run this down to about 115 before they snap it. And then the Rebels could take a timeout, potentially get the ball back and try to bookend this half with two scores. Rolling, near side, Fowler. He's got three receivers on this side. One of them he connects with. It's Grant Fowler along the sideline. He's wrapped up, taken down. He's got the first. Chase Fowler, Grant Fowler. They connect for 12, and it's a first down. Valley Catholic Warriors. Moving quickly, minute left to go in the first half. Trying to tie this game with a field goal or retake the lead with a touchdown. 
The Valley Catholic Warriors want a face mask. I think he didn't get the face mask so much as potentially the ear hole or just the side of the helmet as Fallert gets taken down after a gain of six in the play, and there's a timeout. Again, are called by the Valley Catholic Warriors. They're first. We'll step aside with them. They trail with 55 and a half seconds left to go in the first half. 17 to 14 with the ball on the 45-yard line, their side of the 50. Back after this on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. High School Football on KFMO is brought to you by LeCarrie Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the parkland, Ozark Federal Savings and Loan in Farmington, Boyd and Associates in Farmington, and the Kimber Monroe Law Office in Farmington. The Valley Catholic Warriors break huddle. Second down, four yards to go. They got to get to the 48-yard line if they want a fresh set of downs. They got 55 seconds left to go in the first half. They'll motion the wing back left to right and rolling that way with three receivers over there is Chase Fallard. Zips it far side as the flag goes flying. It goes through the hands of his running back Bryce Kiesler incomplete. And it's going to be an ineligible receiver downfield on the offense. Uh, another penalty on the Valley Catholic Warriors. As they've made some mistakes here. And with a three-point lead for the rebels we'll see how they play out the rest of this half there's 50 seconds left to go they've got two timeouts and it's going to be a second down and i think they still got to mark the penalty off well they got it marked off it'll be a second down and eight now for the valley catholic warriors We'll see if Central, if they get a stop here, whether they decide to use their timeout or if Valley decides to use a timeout. A little chess match going on between two near-lifelong friends. Judd Nagar, the Valley Catholic Warriors, Corey Schweiss, and the Central Rebels run far side. Chase Fallert, he stops short. Or maybe, maybe not. A good spot from the judge on the far side. And it's just about the spot for the first. He's going to wind up a yard short. Gain of seven on the play for Chase Fallert. 30 seconds left to go. Valley Catholic hanging on to that timeout as they're getting a play from the near sideline. This is taking a long time for Valley Catholic to figure out what they want to do. They've got the ball on the 48-yard line, their side of the field, and it's still running down. And head coach Judd Nagger sitting next to the official, and he's going to take a timeout with just a tick under seven seconds left to go we'll step aside as well coach nagger trying to run out this clock here the central rebels maybe with a chance to get a return out of this if they can get a stop on third down after this 17 14 rebels out in front of the warriors on kfmo 
We care and take care of you when it comes to your insurance needs. I'm Chris Morrison, your local State Farm agent in Farmington. Our agency will take the time to sit down with you and develop an insurance plan best suited for you and your family. Learn more online at chrismorrisonagency.com. We're proud to be a part of high school sports. Are you building a new home? If so, you need to know the importance of making it energy efficient. The only time to insulate your home to the highest standard is while it's being built. This is Lance Seacrest, and at Ozarks Modern Insulation, our goal is to make your energy costs as low as we possibly can. Request a free quote online anytime at ozarkinsulation.com. 6.9 seconds on the clock. Valley Catholic Warriors have third down and a yard on their own 47-yard line. Central Rebels backing up a little bit as Fowler rolls near side. Going to take a shot downfield. Intercepted Kaysen Murphy as he runs out of bounds with zeros on the clock. And that is how the first half comes to a close. It is the Central Rebels with the lead over the Valley Catholic Warriors, 17 to 14. Trying to see if I can spot Glenn Berry if he's joined by Judd Nagger, the head coach of the Valley Catholic Warriors. Glenn, can you hear me? Now, we're not going to be able to get Judd Nagger, head coach of the Valley Catholic Warriors, as he his team trails by three, 17 to 14 here at halftime. Belgrade State Bank halftime show coming up. We've got stats brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln. We'll take a look at that out-of-town scoreboard with Class 4 District 1 playing tonight as well and more. It's the Belgrade State Bank halftime show on AM 1240 KFMO. It's everyday savings when you grocery shop at your locally owned Save Lab food stores with locations in Farmington, Park Hills, Bonterre, Potosi, DeSoto, and Perryville. Open seven days a week and everything's always fresh. Your Save Lab food stores are proud to be part of the communities they serve and a proud sponsor of high school sports. Zero percent financing on new vehicles is back. This is Barry Panette, General Manager at Chris Offenberg. Think fall, think savings for all. With three great brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, all under one roof. Save $3,479, plus get $1,000 of no-charge accessories on a brand-new Chevrolet Silverado. Only at Chris Offenberg, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, in beautiful Farmington, Missouri. Bloomsdale Bank is connected to their customers and has been serving their community and helping grow local businesses for more than a century. Consider Bloomsdale Bank for all of your lending needs, including personal and commercial mortgages, land, construction, and more. Bloomsdale Bank is with you every step of the way. Think local. Think Bloomsdale Bank with locations in Bloomsdale, St. Genevieve, Crystal City, and Herculaneum. Bloomsdale Bank has been serving the community for over 100 years. Bloomsdale Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Everybody's going home, pool, and spa. Create a paradise in your own backyard with Home Pools and Spa in Lettington. At Home Pools and Spa, they are a family-owned and operated business that believes in quality products, great value, and excellent customer service. They specialize in above-ground pools, in-ground pools, and relaxing spas. From chemicals, pumps, and liners to toys and umbrellas, Home Pools and Spa is there to help keep your pool ready all season long. Home Pools and Spa, because home is where the fun is. On the Outer Service Road in Lettington. 
Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Just ask our team member, Sarah. When you order a Culver's Butterburger, you're never just a customer. You're a guest in our home. It's why we cook each Butterburger to order just for you. Right down to getting the perfect sear on the beef. That extra care may be a small town thing, but it's big time important to us. Let us serve you with a smile that stretches from our hometown to yours. Welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906, member FDIC. Some of my fondest childhood memories are from volunteering with my grandmother. Helping others was her passion. She'd always say, the sweetest fruits of life come from serving others. And she was right. At Shelter Insurance, we strive to make a positive impact in the communities where we work and live. Find out how J.J. Vickers can help you with your auto, home, and life needs, 573-358-3674. Wade's Auto Service is a locally owned and operated full service shop and wants to be your first choice for all your auto repair needs. To schedule an appointment, call 573-664-1302. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is a proud sponsor of high school sports. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit mineralareadoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at mineralareadoor.com. Serving you since 1978. Banking with people like you. Unico Bank. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. American Family Insurance. You always dreamed about owning your first house or car or business, but you also had nightmares. Introducing the May Only My Good Dreams Come True policy from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. For details, contact Harry Peterson, agent. Call 573-756-6736 or stop by 700 West Karsh Boulevard in Farmington today. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. Welcome to the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown pride in Farmington, Deloge, Potosi, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. Member FDIC. The Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report on AM 1240 KFMO. Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Your score, 17-14. It is the Central Rebels leading the Valley Catholic Warriors in the Class 3 District 1 championship game. Taking a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, it's brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door. 
Up by 55 north to Jefferson County, the Hillsborough Hawks leading their rivals, the Festus Tigers, in the Class 4 District 1 championship game by a score of 35-6. to Out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door, located at 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington, and providing over 40 years of great service to their customers. Visit them at mineralareadoor.com. 17-14, to your score here. Here's the scoring that brought us to this point the valley catholic warriors received the opening kick after winning the after winning the toss but they fumbled on the opening kickoff and gave it right back to the central rebels things looking great for the central rebels they're starting inside the 30 yard line on their first drive of the game well the drive ended with them back on their own side of the 50 yard line so they had to punt it back to the Valley Catholic Warriors. was not a great punt. And two plays later, Chase Fallard scores on a 58-yard rushing touchdown up the near sideline. That pushed the lead to 7 to nothing with the PAT good for the Valley Catholic Warriors. Then the Central Rebels, they got their answer to tie us up at 7-all as they had the ball in the red zone. And Joe Bryant received a 5-yard touchdown from Kaysen Murphy's left arm. And that tied us up at 7-all with the Mason-Williams point after. Then the Valley Catholic Warriors offense, which hadn't really been all that explosive throughout much of the first half, got a couple big chunk plays together as Bryce Geisler would string together a run for 16 yards, followed up with an even more impressive touchdown run of 25 yards to give the Valley Catholic Warriors the lead at 17-14. to Or 14-7, or to excuse me. Central Rebels and Joe Bryant, they weren't done there. They got in the red zone again. They had first down and goal from the 10. They got backed up because of penalties to the 15. And on third down, they called the number of Joe Bryant once again. And he and Casey Murphy continued their chemistry. A pair of juniors for the Central Rebels. 15-yard receiving touchdown to tie us up at 14-all. The Rebels would get the ball back, march deep downfield. And for what is the first field goal of the season for Mason Williams, a 35-yarder that he banked in off the left upright to bring us to our halftime score of 17-14. to We'll take a break. Coming up when we return after this, we'll take a look at stats. Brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln. The Rebels with a three-point lead at halftime, 17-14 on KFMO. As a true community bank, Belgrade State Bank has a lot to offer. Services like online and mobile banking, including bill pay, make all the difference in the world with your busy lifestyle. When it comes to personal and business loans, Belgrade State Bank is here to help. There are no outside loan review boards to slow down the process. Decisions are made quickly and locally, so you will have peace of mind. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business. Member FDIC. Save $100 instantly at Plaza Tire Service when you purchase a set of four in stock. Mickey Thompson Baja Legend EXP Off-Road Tires. That's instant savings today at Plaza Tire Service. Plus, you can make the purchase easy on your wallet with a Plaza Tire Service credit card or one of our no-credit-needed financing solutions. Now's the time to outfit your truck or SUV with a great set of go-anywhere, do-anything Mickey Thompson Baja Legend EXP Off-Road Tires and save $100 instantly, exclusively at Plaza Tire Service. You're probably expecting some punts on a joke, some wow or some pow, but not this time. Nope. Hey, it's David Sism from Samson Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. Did you know my grandpa Sam Sism first opened his doors for business in 1937 and we're still family owned and operated? I'm not here asking for your business today. I just want to tell all of our loyal customers thank you. 
Thank you for choosing us, your hometown dealer. Thank you for shopping local and for supporting your community as we strive to support you in return. Shopping season is gearing up now, but I'm not here with some catchy jingle or ad. I'm just giving back to you, our customer, instead. This month, when you leave with the wheels and the deal you want, you get a $100 gift card with your purchase. Our reputation and history is still your guarantee. Come in and see us at Samson Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty, and leave as a part of the Sism Ford family. Call us today at 431-3177 or visit us online at SismFord.com. Gift card with completed vehicle purchase. See dealer for details. Buckley Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton is now Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service. With over 30 years of experience, Stephanie Kitchell has taken ownership and is here to continue the same tradition and service that Marsha Buckley started in 1986. Marsha is still available to consult you for your accounting and tax service needs. Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service provides top-notch accounting services that you've come accustomed to. Call 573-546-3104 today to schedule an appointment at Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service. To make a positive difference in our community, this is the mission statement of Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Branch manager David Parmley and his staff are proud to be a part of the different communities that they serve. Their employees supply fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they too shop at. They are proud to support our local communities where they live, work, and raise their families. Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. High School Football on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Gilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington. 17-14, your score. Central Rebels out in front of the Valley Catholic Warriors. It's the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Show. Bring the stats brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. So far through the first half, 194 yards total for the Central Rebels with 135 on the ground and 59 through the air. Not a lot of big chunk plays through the air for the Central Rebels. One big chunk play on the ground, run of 53 yards for Joe Bryant. Really two, another run of 30 yards for Cason Murphy as well. Joe Bryant leading a rusher. He's got eight carries for 88 yards. He's also got three catches for 21 yards and two receiving touchdowns. Cason Murphy is 7 of 11 passing with two touchdowns on the game. He's also got another 10 carries for 33 yards, which is good considering that his first four carries generated negative 20 yards rushing. couple sacks, tackles for loss, early snaps, dropped snaps mixed in there as well. It was a rough start to the contest for the Central Rebels. Meanwhile, looking at the Valley Catholic Warriors, they've got 171 total yards, 122 on the ground, 49 through the air. They've got a catch of 30 yards for Chase Fallard, a catch of 12 yards for Grant Fallard as Chase Fallard. Uh, excuse me, it was uh, Sam Drury with the catch for 30 yards. Quarterback Chase Fallard, he's got three of five passing with two interceptions in the contest he's also got five carries for 69 yards in that 58 yard rushing touchdown i mentioned earlier bryce geisler has got six carries for 53 yards for the valley catholic warriors stats brought to you by sam sism ford lincoln the home of the lifetime warranty save big at sam sism ford lincoln shop for your next car truck or suv go online to sismford.com or call 431 3177. We'll take a break. Continue with more of the Belgrade State Bank halftime show when we return after this. 1714 Central Rebels out in front of the Valley Catholic Warriors. 
At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this spring, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. Hi folks, this is Randy Holsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans Mobility App allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal Mobility App in your app store. With Mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozarks Federal Mobility App, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. To find out more, go to OFSL.bank or call one of our knowledgeable account specialists. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. Always loyal, always local. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Gilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their southeast Missouri facility. Drivers will pull Gilster Mary Lee trailers. Owner-operators are paid all miles at $1.85 per mile plus $11.50 per hour for downtime and drivers are given weekly settlements. Loads consist of no-touch freight and round-trip dispatch so drivers can be home each week. Keep busy all year round in return after each load. Call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. That's 800-851-5371. LeCary Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like... Dale Mosier Auto Body. Consider it done, consider it done right. When you need repair, there's no need to despair. Dale Mosier does it all for you. And Unlimited Auto Body in Potosi, where experience counts. Remember, you have the right to choose who does your repairs, so count on Unlimited Auto Body for full body repair or full body paint and custom graphics. Unlimited Auto Body, located at 109 Missouri Street in Potosi. LeCary Auto Body Supply is proud to support your hometown repair shops. Cook your fried favorites in a healthy way in a new Whirlpool range with air fry mode. Get crispy results with less oil than traditional frying for chicken nuggets, wings, fries, and more. Using the dishwasher safe air fry basket right in the oven. Shop Whirlpool ranges at Fisher Furniture in Ironton. Serving the community since 1946. Enjoy the flexibility to cook a variety of dishes with five cooking modes with a Whirlpool range with air fry mode. Only at Fisher Furniture Highway 21 in Ironton. Belgrade State Bank halftime show, 17-14. The Central Rebels lead out in front of the Valley Catholic Warriors as the Rebels making the way back out onto the field. They will get the ball to start the second half. We'll see if we can be joined by head coach Corey Schweiss of the Central Rebels in just a little bit chilly out here this evening for those of you that are sitting at home watching us online kfmo.com slash watch partly cloudy skies 37 degrees outside and dropping chance of snow in the forecast late this evening as well thankfully that's not supposed to be coming until 
about midnight, 1 a.m., give or take. So uh, I think we'll be good with that unless we get just an insane amount of overtime. Some of the Valley Catholic Warriors, meanwhile, trickling out onto the field from their locker room. Taking another look at that out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door. At halftime, the Festus Tigers and the Hipbro Hawks. The score sits 35-6, to still at halftime. Hillsborough Hawks out in front of the Festus Tigers, starting with the second half momentarily, as we're hoping to be joined momentarily by the head coach of the Central Rebels, Corey Schweiss. And we'll see if we can get him right here or if we need to take at least one more break. We're going to send it down to the field here as we're joined by the head coach of the Central Rebels, Corey Schweiss. All right, we're going to talk it over with Corey Schweiss from the Central Rebels. First of all, your club's up 17-14 at half. What'd you tell your team at halftime? Well, you know, we got to play four quarters. Um, you know, this is long, far, far from over. I mean, uh, if there was a 24-minute game, we'd be pretty excited. But right now, uh, we just we know we got a lot of work to do. And I'm sure you probably talked about mistakes at halftime as well. Yeah, you know, I didn't honestly. I didn't even bring it up. I didn't. You know, it's we got to. Those are in the past. We, we're looking at what we got to do in the third and fourth quarter. Uh, obviously, I know from a coach's standpoint that first quarter was pretty sloppy. We started the game off about as bad as you could. Uh, you know, we're fortunate to be up right now at halftime. Now, I know this is a question everybody wants to ask at a game like this. Is the cold weather affecting maybe the feel of the ball, the way the ball is handled, things like that? It might be. I mean, I, I feel like the ball's been on the ground a little bit more than normal. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm definitely pretty warm where I'm at, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure their hands are pretty cold. So the feeling in their hands probably makes a little bit of difference. Get a feel on it, catch it, throw it, that kind of thing. All right. Well, coach, I know that place right over there's got a heater. So if you get really tired, you know, and need a little warmth, there they are I, under that blanket. I promise you, I don't need anything. I am I am I'm probably overdressed. All right. Well, coach, <laughs> thanks a lot. We'll talk to you after the game. Good luck. Thanks a lot. That's Coach uh, Corey Schweiss, who is uh, feeling warm right here so far. 17-14 lead, and uh, he's going to leave it up to his team to play this second half. Guys? Glenn, thank you very much. Looking forward for you to make your way back on up here. And uh, Coach Schweiss, notorious for uh, taking no short measures when it comes to dressing warm if it's chilly out, whether you see him bundled up at the end of football season or in the beginning of baseball season where he's the assistant coach of the Central Rebels baseball team. That's going to wrap things up for the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Show. Your score at the break, 17-14. Central Rebels out in front of the Valley Catholic Warriors, and the Rebels going to get the ball to start the second half when we return after this on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. This has been the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown pride in Farmington, Deloge, Potosi, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. Member FDIC. Stay tuned. The second half is next on AM 1240 KFMO. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills. The Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington is the area's favorite hangout for sports and fun for the entire family or even your office. 
Enjoy a menu full of delicious food, cornhole and pool, video games, and of course, any sports game you can imagine on one of the big screens. Visit the Bullpen Sports Grill on Facebook and at 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. The kitchen now opens seven days a week and until 1 a.m. There's only one way to play in the bullpen, and that's at the Bullpen Sports Grill. You won't be disappointed. When your home or business is damaged from a fire or flooding, call Bryant Restoration, 366-6351. Locally owned and operated by Reggie Abishan on Benham Street in Bonterre. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Bryant Restoration. Hi, this is Corey Schweiss, head coach of the Central Rebels, and you're listening to High School Football on AM 1240 KFMO. 17-14, your score. Central Rebels out in front of the Valley Catholic Warriors. Second half getting underway momentarily as the Central Rebels will receive the second half kick. Valley Catholic Warriors won the opening toss and elected to receive. And they didn't make the most of that opportunity as they fumbled the opening kickoff of the game away. And so it's going to be the Central Rebels to get the ball to start both halves, really. Valley Catholic sets the ball up on the tee. Wind is chilled out a little bit here as we've gotten deeper into this contest. Still the flag is blowing towards the south. That's the end zone to our right. So Valley Catholic will be kicking with the wind at their backs. Kick is away. A deep end-over-end kick that Hakeem Wagner watches go over his head for a touchback. That is a booming kick by Isaac Bosler. And he'll set up first and 10 on the 20-yard line for the Central Rebels, bringing their starters once again, brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Murphy, the quarterback, with Jones, the running back, Bryant, Harlow, Casey, and Horton, the receivers, with Weinhold, Weiss, Murray, Calloway, and Stewart, the offensive line. For the Valley Catholic Warriors, defensive line is Gibbs, Okenfoos, Colbreth, and Noah Elberts. The linebackers are the Veox twins and Brandon Geisler. And the defensive backs, Bryce Geisler, Grant Fallard, Eli Fallard, Carson Tucker, and Chase Fallard playing a lot of defensive back throughout this game so far. Two receivers on either side for the Central Rebels working right to left on your radio dial here in quarter number three. First play from scrimmage, play fake on a jet sweep. Murphy under pressure, evades a sack, wrapped up and taken out. He's just going backwards and backwards. And he's going to be stopped at about the two-yard line. It's going to be a loss of 17 on the play. Uh, Casey Murphy... He got himself in some trouble there and got himself in more and more just dropping deeper and deeper and deeper, Glenn. And, and I don't think there was anywhere for him to go. You know, you always say, okay, get rid of the ball, but there was no place for him to get rid of the ball. They were looking downfield on the right side looking for a receiver to get open, but there were players all over that backfield for Valley, and there was no place for Cason Murphy to go but down. Officially a loss of 15 on the play, second and 25. Ball batted down at the line of scrimmage. Knocked down by who but Tim Okenfus. He is just a machine on that defensive line. Here's his stats heading into tonight. He picked up a sack already, so he's got 12 and a half sacks on the season through 10 games. 34 tackles for loss entering tonight's game. A fumble recovery and three forced fumbles as well. He's just a one-man wrecking crew in the middle of this Valley Catholic Warriors defense, and he'll be licking his chops here. Third down and 25 from the five-yard line. He's looking to see if he can get a safety to start the second half. Murphy, quick hit, near side, too high off the fingertips of Joe Bryant and incomplete. 
Well, now you know on this play they're going to have to punt it. Now what you want to know is can they get a decent punt off? The first time that Central tried to punt tonight, it was straight up in the air with maybe a yard or two uh, into the wind, and that's where they're going again back into that wind, which at times doesn't seem too bad, but at other times is a little bit stiff. So this could be a very big turning point of this game. Jason Murphy lined up in a shotgun set. And now he'll back up a little deeper to punt it away. Valley was playing for the punt this time, and he gets off a good punt. Received at the 45-yard line on the Rebels' side of the field by the speedy returner. Working up the near sideline, it's Drury. Cuts it back inside. Spun out of bounds. Inside the five at the two-yard line. Sam Drury with a big return for the Valley Catholic Warriors. Will set them up with first down and goal with 10.57 left to go in quarter number three. Well, you heard uh, Coach Swice say at halftime he didn't even address the mistakes at halftime. I imagine it's kind of like one of those, hey, it's in the past. Let's just go out and see what we can do. So far, not so good. A tough start to the second half. Chase Fowler wasting no time. Takes it into the end zone for the touchdown, 20-17. to 17. Valley Catholic Warriors regain the lead by three. They can stretch it to four with a PAT with 10.55 left to go in the third quarter. Now, I think if you're central here, you can't let this get you two down and get too much momentum going in Valley's direction. Both teams coming out of the locker room. Both teams are warm. They're, they're ready to play. And Valley comes out a little bit warmer maybe and uh, gets a big defensive play, gets the ball deep in their territory, picks up a touchdown. Now, if you're central, you got to limit the damage and try to move on. Yeah, for Central, it's not really a mistake. Like you said, Casey Murphy had nowhere to go. Hindsight's 20-20 where you think just go down, but he gets sacked deep in his own territory. The Rebels go three and out because of that. Great punt return from Sam Drury is capped off by a touchdown from Chase Fowler, his second rushing touchdown of the game, his 11th rushing touchdown of the season, and the PAT stretches that Warrior lead to 21-17. to Back after this, Rebels getting the ball once again on AM 1240 KFMO. Hi folks, John Robinson here, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Farmington, Missouri. Folks, it's Black Friday all month long. It's the Black Friday sales event going on now. Order a Grand Wagoneer, a Wagoneer, receive a $2,000 sold order bonus cash rebate when it comes in. No payments for 90 days on select vehicles, great rebates, low interest rate specials. Come in and find out what it's all about. It's the Black Friday sales event all month long. Come see us. Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. 17, it's another touchback. For the Valley Catholic Warriors, this time it's Joe Bryant who watches it go over his head. And the Rebels will come out on offense with 10.55 left to go in the third quarter. They went into halftime with the lead. It lasted a minute and five seconds as the Valley Catholic Warriors, including the kickoff and the punt as well, the sixth play in the second half was how long that lead lasted. And the big play there is that quarterback sack where Casey Murphy had absolutely nowhere to go. He couldn't even dump the ball off just to get rid of it. Joe Bryan on a jet sweep as a flag comes flying in. He runs out of bounds on the far sideline, but this second half, it's starting similar to the first half of the Central Rebels. Now it's a holding that's going to back them up. They're shy of the turnovers that they forced early in the first half. The Central Rebels in the second half so far, it's eerily similar. Big sack, puts them back. A penalty uh, eliminates what was a nice run otherwise. You know, it's the Central Rebels shooting themselves in the foot 
so far early in the third quarter like they did in the first. And, and I think, you know, that first half, what made the difference is after they fell behind 7 to nothing, they started to get a little bit of it together. Yeah, they made a few more mistakes, but after a while those mistakes started to disappear and the big plays came back that they're used to. And I think it's also something to think about when they're playing in a game like this. Outside of Valley, they're not used to playing teams that stay right up against them. Two backs in the backfield. Cason Murphy will run with it, and he is met at the line of scrimmage and driven backwards. Might have lost a yard on the play, in fact. The Rebels stuck going backwards here to begin the second half. That was a play that worked uh, very effectively in the first half. Casey Murphy would take the snap, look as though he was going to hand it off to somebody, and then he would just tuck it and run straight up the gut. And it seemed like they had had a little bit of a soft underbelly in the first half. Well, so far, they're shutting that down. Loss of one on the play. It's second down and 22 from the eight-yard line. Pass down the field, pulled in by Joe Bryant. He's being pulled down from behind, and he breaks free from Chase Fowler's tackle. Now two Warriors come in and take him down at the 40-yard line, but there's a flag down on the play. Tristan Stewart's got his hands on his head. He cannot believe the call, and Coach Schweiss is laying into an official right now. Well, there's a lot of officials or a lot of flags being thrown tonight. Now the official pointing over to the sideline to talk to Schweiss just a bit. It's hard to tell from our vantage point where these holding uh, calls are coming from, but they seem to come at the wrong time for the Central Rebels after a big play that looks like they're going to bring it all the way back. Kristen Stewart, you can see him kind of wandering around in the end zone. A substitution infraction against the Central Rebels. So that tells me they had a player that did not report as eligible. When an offensive lineman, someone with an ineligible number, between 50 and 79 and 90 and up, you need to report as eligible. That tells me that player did not. And based on Tristan Stewart's reaction, I think that was him that was doing it. And it's one of two things now that I look at his reaction in hindsight. His hands were on his head because he knew he blew it. Yeah. Or he, his hands were on his head because he's in disbelief that he told the official and the official must have missed it. Considering the lack of arguing after that call, I think it's the former. I think Tristan Stewart made a mental miscue. Toss, far side of the field, Central Rebels, not much doing as another flag comes in at the end of the play as Joe Bryant's run out of bounds. That was the play starting on the four-yard line for a second and 26. The Rebels are stuck in reverse in the second half. This and like, this one's going against the Valley Catholic Warriors, they just signaled. Yeah, I think so. I think there might have been something late going on over there after the pass was thrown out of bounds. Uh, maybe a little extracurriculars going on, and they're going to mark off a big uh, gain here for Central. And if so, what a break for the Central Rebels if that's the case, especially if it's a personal foul. It, an automatic first down as well, I believe. Yeah. yeah, it's an automatic first down for the Rebels, and a gasp of air, life for the Central Rebels offense, has been breathed back into them from the Valley Catholic Warriors side with a mistake. And they need to take advantage of this because they're sputtering right now. They need to get some positive yardage, especially after that huge play call back. Two in the backfield, one on either side of the quarterback, Casey Murphy. Across the field, he connects with Cannon Harlow on that same play that got called back with Tristan Stewart, I believe, not reporting as eligible. This time it's Harlow who gets it instead of Bryant for a big gain on the play, taking it to the 46-yard line. And I think what Central has figured out here in the second half is the guys with the speed on the outside 
they think they can outrun Valley for quite some time tonight. So we may be seeing a lot more of that kind of a play happening. Well, Valley's running a lot of man-to-man so far, it seems. And that tends to favor inward-breaking routes if you can give court your quarterback time. Murphy, quick release, far side, goes through the hands of Cade and Casey, incomplete. Second down and 10 coming up with the ball on the 46-yard line, still on the Rebels' side of the field, but... I got to go back to that penalty against the Valley Catholic Warriors, that personal foul. That was such a break for the Rebels because their offense, it, it, it was flabbergasting watching it, how similar it was to the first half. I mean, they were stuck going backwards, but instead of starting on the enemy 30 this time, they were starting on their own 20-yard line going backwards and really putting themselves in some big trouble. And they were playing that field position game and losing it because they were deep in their own uh, territory every single time. Murphy to pass, connects with Cannon Harlow once again. He's wrapped up and taken down. Short gain of just one on the play as Harlow got caught from behind. It'll set up a third down and nine yards to go for the first. You're seeing a lot of action from the wide receiver position. You're seeing a lot of motion. Guys moving across the field doing some things that we haven't seen earlier tonight. And, again, I think Central looks at their speed and says, if we can get man-on-man coverage in some spots here, we can outrun them and get the ball to them. Central going no huddle. Tight end left, two receivers right. Two backs in the backfield, one of them Joe Bryant. He motions out to be a receiver on the near side. Matched up against Chase Fowler. Murphy looks the other way, taking a shot down the field at the sideline. It's incomplete as he overshoots Cannon Harlow. I got to tell you, that wasn't that bad of a pass. He overshot Harlow just a bit, but that was a pass that was thrown to a specific area, and Harlow needed to run up underneath it, and the defense did a good job of throwing his timing off just a bit. And uh, Cason Murphy put the ball out there where he thought Harlow would be, and they just could not quite connect. Fourth down and nine. The Rebels lined up for now as if they're going to go for it. The way their traditional punt play works is they line up in that shotgun set, and now Murphy will take the few steps back to line up to punt. Murphy boots it away with the right leg. And it's a good punt as well. It'll hop across the 20-yard line, roll inside the 15, and Joe Bryant will down it at the 14-yard line. That's where the drive will begin for the Valley Catholic Warriors. It was a good drive for the Rebels, but they just couldn't come up with enough plays to keep it going. I think the way the drive started, however, with them backed up on their own four-yard line, they'll settle for punting at midfield. Yeah, they got to a point where they looked like they were going to give the ball right back to Valley deep in their own territory. That penalty was a big, big thing for them. A couple of good-sized plays for Central, get them downfield, and now maybe they can back Valley up just a bit, try to force a turnover, or at least get the ball back with decent field position. Valley needed one play to score from two yards out. Chase Fowler, his second rushing touchdown of the game. They hand off on a jet sweep to Grant Fowler. Grant Fowler breaks a tackle. There he goes up the numbers near side, and he'll get pulled down at the 50. 36-yard run for Grant Fallard on the jet sweep, and the Valley Catholic Warriors offense looking great to start the second half. That is not what Central wanted to see. They felt like they could pin them back a little bit, maybe force a turnover, maybe just pin them back there and have them punt again. But uh, Fallard took all of that away by taking it out to the midfield stripe. First down for Valley. Ball below the V for Valley Catholic, their logo at midfield. They'll give off on a jet sweep to Tim Okenfus, who's in the backfield. Don't let him get some momentum. The Valley or the Central Rebels, rather, do not. They take him down at the line of scrimmage before he can get those shoulders square downfield. 
And clock rolls, seven and a half left to go in the third quarter. Four-point lead for the Valley Catholic Warriors, 21-17. Second down and 10 yards to go for the first with the ball still at the 50-yard line. Valley attacking left to right on your radio dial. We'll give you their starting lineups here. Brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Chase Fallard at quarterback with Bryce Geisler, the running back. The wide receivers are Grant Fallard, Ryland Fallard, and Sam Drury. There goes the running back. Bryce Geisler on the carry. And he gets wrapped up and stopped. Good enough for a first down for Valley Catholic as he picks up 14, 15 yards on the play. Well, Central's defense had been playing very, very well, especially late in the first half. They're really going to have to pick it up now. They're going to have to come out here, make a stop, because Valley is on their side of the field with a first and 10 at the 34. QB run, Chase Fallert to the near side, tumbles over a tackler and goes down after another nice run for the Valley Catholic Warriors as they pick up eight yards. It's kind of like watching a machine. When Valley's offense gets going, they just kind of kick it in gear and start, you know, throwing passes around, start handing the ball off, moving guys to the left, moving guys to the right, and they just don't seem like they're stoppable. Uh, Central's going to have to make that extra effort. A big turnover would be very, very big right now. Rest of the starters for the Valley Catholic Warriors. Tim Okenfus has been playing a lot of tight end along with Cohen Gibbs, and the offensive line left to right is Fowler, Colbreth, Isaac Viax, Elbert, and Elbert, Jacob, and Noah. And there's Tim Okenfus again with the carry, and he's got a first down for the Warriors. Well, you can tell. I, I have a feeling that Nager said at halftime, look, I think it's a good idea that we protect that ball a little bit better. Let's just go <laughs> head first, protect the ball, because everybody coming out of that backfield has got both arms and hands wrapped around that football right now. It's cold. You really, with your fingers as this game goes on, going to get a little numb. you got to squeeze that ball. Chase Fallard, ankle tackled and taken down by the team's leading tackler for the Central Rebels. Ty Schweiss entered tonight's game with 90 tackles on the season. A big gap between... Number one, number two, Tristan Stewart. And then number three, Sammy Calloway, who has 60. Stewart's got 85 tackles on the season, too. My fingers are getting cold, and I'm not doing anything with the football or anything else. Trips right, uh, tight end, running back to the left for the quarterback. Fallon as he gets a new play. i tell you what my trick up the sleeve was that I alluded to pregame. It's a rechargeable hand warmer. Great investment. Just don't make the mistake I did. Make sure you charge it all the way full before you take it to a football game where you're going to be outside in 30-degree weather. I'm trying to recharge it for the fourth quarter as I speak. Chase Fowler off his back foot into the end zone, overshooting everybody incomplete. That was a great play by the defensive back on that particular play as he saw the pass was going over everybody's head. So rather than let the receiver get out in front of him and run under it, he just started to slow down little by little and let the receiver slow down with him, and the ball went out of bounds. So it'll be a third and ten now with the ball on the 19. I'll tell you what, great play by Logan Murray as well. He was the one breathing down the neck of Chase Fowler as Fowler released, and that's why he threw off his back foot. But he didn't run him down, and he didn't commit a personal foul roughing the passer. We've seen the officials call this game tight. That's a great play. Blitz from the Central Rebels. Fowler gets it off to the end zone. Only player there is a Central Rebel. And out of bounds, incomplete. Hakeen Wagner thinks he got it, but he didn't get the call. The Central Rebels can't believe it. Oh, they're saying Wagner bobbled it? Oh, man, I don't know. We can only see the back of Wagner from here, but... 
I don't think he bobbled it. I thought he just pulled that in clean like he was the receiver on the play. If anything, I was thinking that he just pulled it in in clean and ran out of bounds. He was out of bounds before he could, you know, actually come down with it. But uh, everybody on the central side, including the fans, thought, oh, that's an interception. And they were all excited. And Wagner turns around and the official says, no, you were bobbling the ball, didn't have possession of it. So that's why it is not a reception. Isaac Bosler on to kick. A field goal try to push the lead to seven. Snap is down. The kick is blocked. And Joe Bryant has it. Look at him going up the far sideline. Joe Bryant at the 40. Cuts it back inside at the 50. Reverses field towards us at the 40. The 30. It's a foot race. 20, 10. Joe Bryant on a blocked field goal. Touchdown for the Rebels. They'll regain the lead at 23-21. On second thought, the uh, Rebels will take that bobbled ball in the end zone and go for the block punt. <laughs> wow. They'll what a that. change of fortune there. Listen, forget the touchdown. <laughs> if you could have told Coach Schweiss, listen, we'll give you the interception or the ball in Joe Bryant's hands going the other way, I guarantee you he'd say, any opportunity to put the ball in Joe Bryant's hands with space, I'll take it. And that is exactly why the game has been changed with that play. It's a 23-21 lead for the Rebels with Mason Williams on for the PAT. And I tell you what, uh, I'll talk about this after this uh, point after, but uh, there is a difference that Central has right now that could be an advantage for them late in this game. Low snap, Ty Schweiss has it, and that kick is blocked. So the PAT is no good. Score remains 23-21, 4.33 left to go. A special teams touchdown for the Central Rebels. So far the difference as they're back out in front by two on AM 1240 KFMO. You need insurance for your car, your home, your life, or your health? You can do it yourself or go with a professional insurance agent. Jerry Weems of Weems Insurance Agency, 573-701-9300. We've got you covered. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. I want to thank a few of our sponsors for joining us here in tonight's broadcast. We'd like to thank Riverview at the Park in St. Genevieve, Dunlap Automotive in Park Hills, Bloomsdale Bank in St. Genevieve, along with Fisher Auto Parts in Park Hills, Home Pools and Spas in Lettington, Pretzel Pretzel in Farmington, and Lead Belt Pump and Supply in Park Hills. Your Central Rebels taking the lead 23-21 to on another Play for the highlight reel this season for Joe Bryant. He is going to have plenty. Going to get an external hard drive that's maybe a terabyte at minimum. And even then, you might have to export that file at uh, standard definition. HD may not be an option with how long that highlight reel this season is going to be for Joe Bryant with all the touchdowns that he's had. Special teams on the ground, receiving through the air. And with that touchdown, it's a 23-21 lead for the Rebels as Mason Williams gets away a high end-over-end kick that is grabbed by the cornerback Carson Tucker for the center, or Valley Catholic Warriors, rather. And he takes it for a short gain, but considering where he started, good field position for the Valley Catholic Warriors. They'll start on their own 40-yard line, first down and 10 Warriors, down by two. 
23-21. Well, we talked about this, uh, these two teams being very evenly matched or at least very competitive with each other. And uh, they each do some things better than the other one does, but they, they seem to have a pretty good uh, feel for each other at this point. The advantage I think Central has right now is that field goal. Because if they're going to trade touchdowns all night, Central's kind of got that little extra three-point bump one way or the other. If they can keep trading touchdowns, they're going to come out on top. That's the difference in the game right now between a one-point lead for Valley Catholic and a two-point lead for Central is that 35-yard field goal from Mason Williams. Short run on the play for Geisler as he picks up long three, short four. We'll call it three and a half. Second down and six coming up. And you wouldn't think that's a big advantage, and right now it's only two points. Oh, absolutely. But if you get late in the game and Valley is down by three, we don't know how effective their field goal unit could be at that point. I mean, in high school, you just never know. So it's something for Central to kind of put in their back pocket for now. Empty set, trips bunch right. Running that way is Chase Ballard as he is carried out of bounds by a Central Rebel defender. Just shy of the 50. That's where he needed to get for the first as he takes it to the 49-yard line. Third down and one coming up. Well, a good play that time by the central defense as the clock continues to run. It's uh, running down to 330 right now. And uh, the central defense doing a good job of containing that play. Same formation, same play. Run near side behind that trip's bunch. Fowler's got the first down, and he'll be driven backwards as he crosses midfield. And a flag comes flying in all the way from the far sideline. We'll this see will what be this interesting. Flag is. Yeah, I have no idea. The play was to the near side. There's no way the official could have seen something involving the play. It had to have been something away from the play. As we've seen both teams playing physical with each other throughout this game. And I, I think both teams are kind of... Central's pointing as if it's on Valley Catholic. And if so, that's huge because they just converted on third and one. Yeah, they're facing the opposite direction like they're going to walk back that way. The official talking with the head official right now, the guy that threw the flag, is talking with the guys in the white cap. And we're going to see what this is coming up here in a minute. Unsportsmanlike conduct on Valley Catholic. Wow. So a big penalty. These officials, from the beginning of this game, they've been calling it tight. And it's not just physical play that's been called tight. It's been holding penalties that have been called tight. It's been ineligible receivers downfield. We saw that on Valley Catholic at one point in this game. We saw an illegal substitution call against the Central Rebels. Pretty much everything has been called throughout this game. The officials, I know they got to keep warm too, but I don't think either side's going to be happy with their way of keeping warm involving throwing a lot of laundry out on the field. Well, I, I, you, you think that maybe after the play was over, the official on the far side, away from everybody, somebody may have tried to just, you know, stick something in there to try to, you know, do some damage at some point, and there's a, uh, another penalty as Central jumps offside. Yeah, third and 11, Central, I think they flinched as they were showing blitz. Ty Schweiss. Hanging his head, he knows it's on him as they'll walk off five yards, make it third and 11 now to third down and six. Far more manageable for the Valley Catholic Warriors. And I think for both these teams, this is kind of two-down territory because both these teams have a lot of confidence in their offense. So if uh, Valley doesn't make it on this play, you may see them go for it on fourth down. I think we'll have an idea based on this play if it's four downs or three and out for Valley Catholic. And they're going to pass. And under pressure is the quarterback, Chase Fowler, with a flag flying again. His pass down the field off the hands of Kaysen Murphy. Incomplete as he almost 
picked it off for his third interception of the game. But let's see what this flag is. Valley Catholic Warriors kind of mulling around. If I was going by body language, I would it's say it's against Valley. It is. Yeah. The body language just looked like they knew the moment that they got up off the ground that that was going to happen. Uh, the flag was thrown right as the play started. Penalties declined. Central Rebels bring it to fourth down and seven, and the Valley Catholic Warriors will line up. Their punt play similar to the Central Rebels where they kind of line up in a shotgun formation, and there goes Fowler at the quarterback taking a few steps back. He gets away a deep spiral punt up the numbers on the near side, and it beats Joe Bryant down the field, and it is down by Ryland Fowler inside the 10-yard line at the 9, and with 2.37 left to go, that's where the Rebels will start on their most recent drive. Got to go 91 yards down the field if they want to score. You talked before about the field goal being the difference. That penalty there might be the difference here because instead of the third and one conversion, it becomes third and long. They don't convert. Now the Rebels got the ball back. If the Rebels go down the field and score, it's a two-score game. We've been here before. Week six, it was a two-score game with the Rebels out in front late in the fourth quarter. And Valley obviously came back to win that contest as they scored 19 unanswered in the fourth quarter in the final eight minutes Casey murphy under center eye formation behind him he sends jackson jones the wing back in motion left to right give joe bryant following jackson jones hesitates flag comes flying in again and joe bryant finally taken down at about the 20 yard line but let's see what this flag is it's probably going to go on central they're showing some frustration on that side and i'm not sure if the frustration is what are you calling or Who's doing all this, uh, you know, making the uh, mistakes on the offensive line? They're frustrated about it. In fact, I just saw one player walk over to another one and kind of give him a little bit of a pep talk there as though, hey, you got to let that guy go. You got to quit doing this or doing that. And uh, it's going to be against Central. Yep, holding on the offense, and that backs up the what was a nice run for Joe Bryant. Going to set up a first down and 12 for 13 rather on the play as mason williams will come in and line up as a tight end on the far side of the formation there's three running backs in the backfield next to case and murphy and now they'll line up the offensive lineman one of them in the backfield he lines up as a guard on that far side they're going to send a motion to overload it that way play fake rolling out case and murphy taking a shot down the field for mason williams who skies for it and pulls it in Mason Williams came all the way across the field. He was lined up as a tight end on the far side. He catches it outside the numbers on the near side for the first down. That was a nice throw, too, by Casey Murphy as he got it out there in the uh, spot where only Williams could make that catch. And uh, good job by Mason Williams to pull it in with a defender right there on top of him. Central picking up some big yardage when they needed it the most. Gain of 22 on the play, Kaysen Murphy to Mason Williams. Pass, Murphy under pressure, steps up in the pocket. Tackled for a loss on the play, it's a sack. As Murphy had nowhere to go down the field and just ran out of time in the pocket. And it'll be a second down and 15 after the loss of five. It must seem like sometimes that Valley has about 25 guys on defense because Casey Murphy looks up, and he's got four guys in his face. He's looking downfield, and nobody is getting it open because they're all over him. So it must just seem like they've got more players on the field that pop up after the ball is snapped. But 
Valley playing some good defense. 13 carries for 12 yards for Mason Williams with a lot of tackles for loss and sacks mixed into that stat total. He'll get a short gain here to get some of that yardage back, but not all of the yardage on the sack as he picks up three on the play, two or three depending on the spot. It's going to be three yards that Murphy got back. And it's third down and 12 for the Central Rebels, and we'll see what they've got in their playbook. Something we saw a little bit of when these two teams first faced off that we have not seen in this contest is the pass back to Cason Murphy. Joe Bryant would get it and then throw it back to Cason Murphy across the formation. We have not seen that yet from Central. 20 seconds left to go. The Rebels snap the ball with four on the play clock. Taking a shot down the middle of the field. Cannon Harlow! Breaks a tackle at the 40. There he goes down the field. One man to beat. Cuts it back inside. Cannon Harlow. He'll score. Cannon Harlow with a touchdown of 75 yards, but there's another flag down on the field, and it's going to negate this play. Illegal shift on the offense. Whoever negation is against the Rebels. It's hard to tell. I, I, we don't know where these flags are coming from or, or if anything about them as far as, you know, where they're uh, – we don't see them is basically what I'm saying. Tristan Stewart's throwing his arms up right yeah. now. Like, what are we supposed to do at this point? <laughs> he, they're calling he is very frustrated about this. everything tonight. And it's been both ways. We want to make this clear that they've been calling these penalties against Valley Catholic and against Central, but, man, what a difference that penalty is here. We talked about the one on the previous drive for Valley Catholic – that one eliminates this being a two-score game. Yeah, and that was a great catch in the midst of traffic where two guys ran into each other on defense and opened up the receiver to go I, all the way in. I think they kind of sandwiched Cannon Harlow, and frankly, if the other wasn't there, he would have gone down. Murphy in trouble in the pocket. Somehow leads, evades a sack, and now he'll run up the field. Murphy stiff-arms the defender at the 30, takes it back inside the numbers and taken down just shy of the 40 yard line it's enough for the first down on a run of 20 yards for case and murphy breaking tackles left and right could not be denied the first down now judd nager's out on the on the uh, field he's yelling at his players right now looking for somebody to stop one of these guys coming up the gap there but uh, he'll have to wait to the fourth quarter and flip sides of the field. I'll tell you what, this quarter didn't start great for the Central Rebels. It's ended pretty good. Every time they get a penalty against them, they seem to pull the rabbit out of the hat and escape trouble. 23-21, they're up by two. Fourth quarter coming up after this. Class 3, District 1 crown will be awarded on AM 1240 KFMO. Fisher Auto Parts is your hometown parts store on Main Street in Park Hills and is dedicated to providing their customers the absolute best in value, quality, and service. From brake pads, struts, belts, and hoses to complete turbocharge in a box, everything you need for installation, you can depend on Fisher Auto Parts. At Fisher Auto Parts, the door is always open for walk-in business, plus they offer fast, dependable delivery, so the next time you're in need of a part, see your hometown parts store, Fisher Auto Parts, on Main Street in Park Hills. Dan, now that you're retired from Little Caesars, what are you going to do? Retired? Hey, dough girl, I'm now Dan Dan the Cookie Man. Let's tell customers about our daily lunch specials. Number one. Two slices of pizza and a 20-ounce drink for $4. Number two. Two slices half-ordered breadsticks and a drink for $5. Number three. Four slices of deep dish and a drink for $5. Dan, you'll always be Dan Dan the Pizza Man. Charlotte, someday you'll be the big cheese at Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. 
Central Rebels with the ball to begin the fourth quarter. First down in 10 from their own 39-yard line. High snap, Cason Murphy pulls it back in. He'll run up the far side of the field. Murphy lowers his shoulder as he crosses the 50, taken down at about the 45-yard line on the Warriors' side of the field. Well, if nothing else, if Central can keep doing this, run a couple of plays, get a penalty, push him back, run a play, get Valley on a penalty, they'll hang on to the ball through the end of this game and win it by two. But uh, I'm sure that uh, Coach Swice would much rather keep this offense moving, try to get downfield, see if they can make this a two-score game like it was just before that last penalty. To kind of use that boxing analogy again, it kind of felt like the way this third quarter started, the Rebels were kind of stuck in the corner, you know, and they were getting beaten up on in that corner and couldn't get out of it. Now that they're out of the corner and in open field, they got a lot more room to open things up. They're doing better in the ring as it's a run with Cannon Harlow on that little power play with the sweep motion. And it's going to be a short gain on the play of three, maybe four for Cannon Harlow. I wonder when you've played a team like Valley and you know what they bring to the table and you've played a lot of other teams and you've really never really been pushed this hard except in that Valley game, if it almost is a mental thing that you kind of have to say, okay, we're good, we, we've got the horses, let's just run our offense. Trips right, receiver left. Handoff Joe Bryant. Lane opens up for him, but it closes quickly, and he gets spun down to the grass. And he'll pick up the first down in the process. Gain of eight on the play for Joe Bryant on his ninth carry of the contest. He's got 96 yards on the ground, averaging 10.7 yards per carry. And I'm saying that about the players themselves. The coaches know that they're good. They know what they can do. But sometimes it makes you wonder if there's a little bit of a, we just need a little confidence to get a few things running, and then this offense opens up like we've seen it play before. I don't even know if it's confidence so much as momentum like we've talked about all season. You know, once you got that momentum at your back, things kind of just click a little bit smoother. Bryant with it. And he'll get met by a trio of Valley Catholic Warriors and go down and, He'll be helped up by the official and a pair of his Rebels teammates, but another holding on the Central Rebels is going to negate this run once again. We don't track penalties here, but if we did, I mentioned a one-terabyte hard drive. I might need that (laughs) myself for my computer to keep track of all the yardage. Yeah, that's that's really been a big problem here tonight, and uh, it's hurt both teams. It seems like it hurts them right after they start getting that momentum you were talking about. They start to move. Things seem to start going their way, and then all of a sudden a holding or a big play called back because of some infraction. And it seems like it's a lot of big penalties on either side. It's been seldom the false starts and the, you know, the offsides, the five-yard penalties. It's a lot of holding, 10 yards from the spot of the foul. It's a lot of personal fouls, 15-yard penalties as well. First down and 20, swing pass left side. Jackson Jones tries to cut it upfield, but he's wrapped up by a pair of Warriors and taken down. Gets some, but not all of that penalty yardage back as he picks up about seven. I haven't tracked the time on this particular drive, but it feels like Central's had this uh, ball since uh, about midway point of the third quarter. It just does not seem like they have given the ball up in quite some time, and now we're down to uh, 9.37 and counting here in this fourth quarter. Well, that's when you got to elaborate. When you say time, are you talking about the physical clock in the world as it turns, or are you talking about time of possession look at this formation for the central rebels they're ready to snap it only person in the backfield is the quarterback case murphy jackson jones ready for a side snap he side snaps it to joe bryant rolling to his right quick pass to caden casey and casey wrapped up and taken down or excuse me that cannon harlow on the reception 
the offensive line for the Central Rebels, all of them were lined up on the far side of the field. Bryant came in motion from that direction, and a side snap, yes, that snap that you saw watching on KFMO.com slash watch is entirely legal. It does not have to go between your legs. And, and they're, they're lined up again. to do it again. Yeah. And Valley is a little confused on how to play this, here's, but they played it very well last here's the, time. Here's the thing with the side snap. Tristan Stu, or Jackson Jones, who's the quote-unquote center for this play, he could whip that across the field to Joe Bryant if he wanted. It doesn't have to be straight back either. It just has to be a backwards lateral. That is it. Timeout on the field. Valley Catholic Warriors, they are going to talk this over and make sure they get aligned as they're lucky with how they were misaligned on that last play. It didn't result in a touchdown for the Rebels. Two-point advantage central, 8.40 left to go, third quarter, 23-21 on KFMO. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. 8.40 left to go in the third quarter. Central Rebels with the football. Up by two. 23-21, Rebels hanging on to that lead. They'll line up in a more traditional offense, to say the least, as Mason Williams will motion out of the backfield and line up in a wingback spot to the left. Murphy will roll that way. He's got Casey one-on-one -on, -one on the outside, outward breaking route for Casey. He pulls it in. He's got the first down on the comeback route for Caden Casey, who's having himself a nice night. That was a good throw as well. That was put in a spot where only the receiver could catch it. If that ball had uh, gone awry, unless the receiver knocked it up into the air, it just would have went harmlessly to the ground or out of bounds. But a nice throw on that uh, far side and another first down for Central. Two receivers to the left and to the right. Shotgun set. Kaysen Murphy's got Mason Williams in those blue shoes to his right. The offensive line gets set for the Rebels. 8.15 left to go in the quarter. Things could get interesting if Central can cap off this long drive with a touchdown as they'll hand off on that, again, jet sweep motion with an inside running play to Cannon Harlow. Now we're down to eight minutes left to go, and the clock continues to roll as Harlow picks up five. And you can see the Rebels are using as much clock as they possibly can on every single snap as it's right now setting the, uh, the play clock is at 20 and counting. And you'll see that offensive line stay upright until about eight seconds, and then they'll set and get ready to go. Oh, there's no reason to rush things here. You're deep in enemy territory. You've got the two-point lead, and that's the kicker, is if you score here, you just need a one-point uh, to make it a two-possession game. Timeout taken by the Central Rebels. They want to make sure they got the right offense out there with 7.30 left to go in the fourth quarter. Things are getting a little dangerous here if you're the Valley Catholic Warriors. You trail by two, and it's second down and seven in the red zone for the Rebels when we return after this on KFMO. Precious memories left behind Bring us joy and peace of mind When we celebrate the lives Proud to be a part of high school sports, Cozy Memorial Chapel and Crematorium, 217 West Columbia in Farmington. 
High School Football on KFMO is brought to you by Cozine Memorial Chapel in Farmington, Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, Chris Offenberg, GM Superstore in Farmington, First State Community Banks, Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre and Farmington, and Shelter Insurance Agent J.J. Vickers in Bonterre. 7.30 on the clock, fourth quarter, 23-21. This is when the comeback began for the Valley Catholic Warriors as they trailed 30-21 to to the Central Rebels. Run far side, Harlow knocked out of bounds as he picks up the first down. Takes it inside the five yard line and knocked out at the one yard line. Yeah, they're, they're finding a hole on that side on the uh, short passing game. That time Harlow just kind of peeled off to the side, did a little button hook there, caught the ball, turned it upfield, and they knocked him down at the one-yard line. Now with 7.18, clock running, you know they're going to knock another 10 seconds or so off the play clock and off of the uh, game clock. And then let's see what they do. Maybe straight up the gut, or are they going to go for something of the pass variety? They can snap it right about the seven-minute mark. They do at 7.02. Fake handoff, Murphy, keeper, touchdown, Rebels! Central extends their lead to 29-21, and they're a PAT away from making it a two-possession game with just a tick under seven minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. Well, this will be a big PAT. If he can nail this one, make it a two-possession game, yeah, there's plenty of time in this game for Valley, especially with their big play offense able to score on just about any play from anywhere on the field. But it puts the pressure on Valley, and that's what you want if you're central. It's a lot colder when you're trailing by two possessions than it is when you're up by two. PAT coming for Mason Williams. Awaiting the snap is Ty Schweiss, the holder. Snap down, kick up, and it's good. Mason Williams extends the lead for the Central Rebels to 30-21. to It's a two-possession ball game. Central up by nine with 6.59 left to go in the fourth quarter. We'll see what answer Valley Catholic has when we return after this on KFMO. What do you want to eat? I don't know. How about pretzels? Pretzel, pretzel. Mm, a nice warm pretzel. I want one. Hand-twisted soft pretzels, pretzel nuggets, stuffed pretzels filled with hot dogs or mini dogs, the pepperoni melt with Monterey Jack and Provel. Pretzel, pretzel in Farmington. They offer fun custom shapes and party trays ready in 15 minutes. Pretzel, pretzel, 10 to 6, Tuesday through Saturday and 11 to 4 on Sunday on the backside of Maple Valley Center in Farmington. Pretzel, pretzel. Happy food, happy mood at Pretzel, pretzel. High School Football on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Weems Insurance Agency in Farmington. 30-21 your score. Central Rebels with the lead over the Valley Catholic Warriors. A big, important drive for Valley Catholic coming up here. It'll begin off the boot of Mason Williams. And we talked about the Valley Catholic Warrior Band. How about the Central Rebel Band? They're standing there on a road game on a freezing cold Friday evening behind the end zone to our right where Valley will begin things from as Ryland Fallert hurdles a defender and finally taken out of bounds at about the 45-yard line. Good return for the Valley Catholic Warriors. Will set them up nicely with first down and 10 near midfield. But the Rebels Band came out here. They're making themselves known. And 
the Central Rebel fans as well doing a good job lining the far sideline. Lots of lawn chairs. The bleachers are full as well. There's not a ton of seats available for on the visitor section for the Valley Catholic Warriors. Spent many a years down in Class 1. They're not used to playing schools of this size in high-magnitude postseason competitions. There's a few people in cars sitting right outside the fence as well. I noticed that at halftime. There's some folks sitting back there, staying warm, watching the game from the uh, windshield of their car. Hopefully tuned in to AM 1240 in case they have a hard time seeing through the line of Rebels fans around the fence on the far side. Sidearm sling from Fallert connects with Rylan Fallert, and he sneaks out of bounds. He's got the first down, I believe. I don't think that's a generous spot from the officials at all. I thought he was another yard down the field. I think it's still going to be enough for the first either way, and it will be. They are signaling first down. But, man, I thought he had another yard there. I thought that was a clear first down. He ran out of bounds. I kind of lost track. I lost track of him because I was watching the defender going after the quarterback, and he bumped the quarterback. The quarterback went down. I thought, oh, no. Fallert under pressure, somehow escapes it, but he can't for long. No, he escapes it again. Now he finally goes down. Oh, Chase Fallert, like a cat with multiple lives in the pocket, somehow escapes one sack, escapes a second, but help comes from the second level as Tristan Stewart takes him down for the sack. It's a loss of five on the play. Valley Catholic Warriors back on their side of the 50-yard line at the 40 eight is where it began they're at their own 49 now a second down and 14 to go for the first Fallert with an empty set he's got a receiver left three to the right also got a tight end on the near side as well in Okenfus. new play from the sideline Fallert claps twice gets the snap rolling out to his right and he's under pressure steps up in the pocket to evade a sack again and he'll get it off it's tipped and falls incomplete I don't know if that slipped out of his hands or if it got tipped by one of the linemen in pursuit. It's Jackson Jones who is pursuing Fallert, and I think he got a piece of it. It's It, it was it was a sidearm-looking thing coming out of his hands. I mean, it, it may have been tipped because of that, but he was trying to throw it a little bit against his body, kind of across his body just a bit. That's and as dangerous. he let go, yeah, as he let go of that, the uh, defender, I think, must have got something up there to knock it down. Two receivers on either side. Another empty set for the quarterback, Fowler. Tight end left. Keep an eye on his favorite target, Sam Drury. He's the outside receiver towards us. Back to pass. Chase Fowler under pressure. Oh, and he evades it again. Fowler will now reverse field to the far side. He chucks it and finds a receiver all alone, but he's tripped up. Great open field tackle by who but? Ty Schweiss, who Coach Judd Nagger told me back in their first matchup, he plays exactly like his father did when his father was a great standout defensive player for the Valley Catholic Warriors. I tell you what, for those of you that are only listening on the radio side, not watching it on KFMO.com slash watch, if you remember the Rams Super Bowl of 99 and Steve McNair, how he just kept breaking free from that Rams secondary and from that Rams defense. That's what we're seeing from Fowler right now as a quarterback and a big fourth down play right now. I mean, he is just impossible to take down with the first man. But this time the second one comes in, wraps him down, pulls him backwards. It's Mason Williams with his fourth sack of the season. And the Warriors 
And it's a turnover on downs. The Central Rebels on the far side are going nuts. They've got a two-possession lead. And with 4.54 left to go in the fourth quarter, they're going to get possession of the football. And a huge drive coming up here for the Rebels if they want to ice this game. Well, this is the time for you to eat some clock up if you can and try to get the ball downfield as much as possible. This is not probably where you're going to see a lot of chances taken. You're going to probably go to your best players, get the ball in their hands, protect the ball, do what you can to get that ball downfield, and in the process, eat up clock. Even if you don't come away with any points, leave just very little time on the clock for them to score even one, let alone two uh possessions the temperature outside reads 35 degrees but pj jones in the central rebels defense bringing the absolute heat on that last offensive possession for the valley catholic warriors here goes cannon harlow in motion they'll give to him tries to spin off a tackler but another one comes in he'll be taken down for a loss of a yard on the play big thing is clock is running and the valley catholic warriors are going to need at least two possessions to come back in this ball game that's what makes that number nine that they're trailing by interesting you get a touchdown you get the pat now it's a field goal to win not a field goal to tie and you're also looking at valley with all three of their timeouts so right now they're not using those timeouts but when we get closer to the two minute mark if central still has the ball you may see them start to call some time central with that little shotgun set that they'll change the formation out of now jones will motion to the rights i feel like they've been setting something up and there it is murphy reverses field connects with jackson jones but he's wrapped up by chase fowler carrying him down the field still going as another warrior joins him and look at that jackson jones was met two yards past the 50 yard line it should have been just a gain of three on the play and he kept fighting and fighting and fighting I joked before that he wears that number 49. That should be a fullback number. That looks like a fullback right there, at least strength-wise, carrying two defenders on a little pass to the flats. That's exactly what it looked like. As soon as he caught the ball, he looked like he was dead to rights, but then he just kept on shuffling those feet. Now a third and a little bit over four yards to go for a first down. Power eye formation, two fullbacks and a tailback. Oh, a miscommunication in the backfield between Cason Murphy and Joe Bryant. I think Job was going to take it and bailed on the last second, and Casey Murphy kind of stopped in his tracks thinking Job was supposed to take it. And it's going to be a tackle for loss. Casey Murphy is going to lose yardage, and instead of third down and four, it results in a loss of four on the play. It's fourth down and eight. And I think what you're going to see from Central right here is they're going to punt. I think yeah. before they might have thought about going forward if it was a fourth and short, but now because it's a fourth down and a long eight, they're going to let some clock run down about four more seconds, and then they're going to punt this thing away. I agree. Let it run down. Call the timeouts. And no, they're going to get the snap off in time, and it's a quick punt from Cason Murphy. It hops at the 10, hops up at the 5, and into the end zone for a touchback. I thought if that thing had one more high pop left in it, that could have been down deep in Valley Catholic Warrior territory. Still a long ways to go for the Warriors. Here's the situation. There's 2.36 left on the fourth quarter clock. They've got to go 80 yards on this drive and score. Then they got to get the ball back quickly and score again. Valley still has all three timeouts, however. So even if they can score quickly here, they don't necessarily need to recover the onside kick if they can force the Rebels into a three and out and not burn any timeouts on this drive. That's that's the big thing there. I, I was getting ready to say in that last central drive that it may be about two first downs away from being game 
but this time it's going to be Valley with the ball. Let's see what they can do offensively. Warriors working right to left on your radio. Two receivers on either side. Fallard under pressure, gets it off, connects with his receiver up the near sideline, and he is taken down right about the spot for the first. Does he have it? Not yet. The clock is rolling. Now it's going to pause with 2.21 left to go. No, it resumes again. He's going to be short by a yard. And I think the big thing right there is not only did he not get the first down, but he was close enough to come to the sideline and maybe step out of bounds, and he didn't. And that means the clock continues to run with 2.07 in county. Isaac Bosler, the receiver on a gain of nine. Fowler back to pass with time. Rolls out to his left. Nobody's open. Pump fakes. Now he'll turn up field. And he's wrapped up and driven backwards by Tristan Stewart. And it's going to be a sack and a loss of three. And there's a timeout taken by the Valley Catholic Warriors. I like that timeout. It's third down after that sack and three for the first. I'd rather get the right play in there as opposed to trying to line up quickly just to get the snap and save those seconds. Yeah, they're at a point right now with 152. The clock is stopped as they took their first of three timeouts. And they're at a point right now where they've got to get some stuff done right rather than in a hurry. They need that first score. But uh, they can't sacrifice quality just to get the uh, speed out there on the uh, field. So it'll be interesting to see what they come up with here on a third and three ball on their own 27 with a uh, nine-point lead for the Central Rebels. P.J. Jones has been bringing the heat on defense these last couple plays. Do you run it if you're Valley Catholic? It's risky because if you don't get it, the clock's going to run on fourth down. I'd almost think... Maybe he'll call two plays into the here. A run play and a pass play to immediately follow if you don't get it. Fowler in a shotgun set with a running back to his left. He'll roll that way. Three receivers on that side. It connects with Bryce Geisler on an outward breaking route who's got the first down as he's knocked out of bounds. Well, they got the first down, so now they got the ball out of bounds, so that stops the clock. 146. You only took about eight seconds off the clock, so that's big for Valley, and they're getting closer to midfield. If you're central, this is a time to maybe bend a little bit. Don't break. Don't let that receiver get behind you. Don't let that uh, running back or whoever else has the ball get around you. You've just got to hold your ground and try to contain them to keep them from getting downfield quickly. If, If you're central, you're okay with that. 1.46 to go. Clock paused. It'll resume on the snap. There it is. Rolling far side. Fallard. Pass tipped incomplete. Ty Schweiss knocks it away. And the clock stops again. 1.40 left to go in the fourth quarter. And I think Ty Schweiss kind of felt like he might have a good chance at intercepting that ball. He's hitting himself on the head right now. He went up with one hand to try to grab it, maybe to tip it up in the air so he could adjust and catch it, but the uh, receiver was right behind him, and he knocked it out of his hands. And that's, I think, his bad hand as well that he injured recently. Central with a late substitution. They get him on. Two receivers on either side for Valley Catholic. Fowler to pass. Under pressure. Steps up in the pocket. Slings it through the hands of Ryland Fowler. Incomplete. Ryland Fowler was open at the middle of the field. He would have had the first down. That would have paused the clock while they reset the sticks. But it goes through his hands, and it makes it third down and ten. Well, Ryan had a ball coming in, Brett Favre style right there, as fast as it could be thrown as the quarterback dropped back. The quarterback, Fowler, drops back and throws it hard right over the middle. And now with a third and ten, the ball on the uh, Valley 39, Valley needs to pick up some yardage to get this to a manageable fourth down if they have to go that far. 
Chase Fallard has been playing some incredible football at the end here. They just need a big play. Tim Okenfoos gets it on a screen up the middle. He's short of the spot for the first. Clock rolls. Minute 26 left to go. Valley Catholic trails by two scores. They're down by 9, 30 to 21. It's going to be a fourth down and a yard here as they didn't get the first down. Chase Fowler claps twice. He's got the snap. He'll take it up the middle himself. He's got the first down and then some more as he's wrapped up in the middle of the field. Takes it across the 40 and taken down at the Central Rebel 38-yard line. Clock will pause for now. Minute seven left to go in the fourth quarter. They're going to reset the sticks while the Valley Catholic Warriors get set up on offense. They'll line up with three receivers on the far side of the field. One to the left of the formation towards us. Fowler's got the snap. It's a low one. Gets away from him. He recovers. Rolls out far side. Sidearm sling. And... No signal yet from the official. It is caught on the far side by Grant Fallard, and now Valley Catholic will take a timeout. Well, that was a close one. I'm not sure either official saw it, but the official behind the receiver made the call that it was a reception, all of, all of, to the objections of P.J. Jones and his defense on the far side. Timeout on the field brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sansgra. Contact him today for a free quote on auto home business or life insurance. 50.2 seconds left to go. Two-score game. Valley with the ball on the 30 when we return after this on KFMO. Graphic Options is our area's custom t-shirt and apparel manufacturer. Located at 120 West Pine in Farmington, Graphic Options offers a wide selection of options, including vinyl, screen print, embroidery, and more. Graphic Options in Farmington, a proud sponsor of high school sports. 30 to 21 your score 50.2 seconds left to go central rebels out in front by nine over the valley catholic warriors valley they need to score here get the ball back and score again low snap Fowler picks it up off the turf he'll be sacked valley has the timeout in their pocket they haven't called it yet clock running 40 seconds left to go warriors trying to get lined up ball's going to be respotted on the 40 yard line after the sack, 30 seconds left to go. I think some of the Warriors thought they were going to call a timeout, and they're late getting back to the line. They'll line up trips left, receiver right. Fowler rolling out near side, third down and 13. Outside, he's got Ryland Fowler. He's knocked out of bounds. He's going to be short of the spot necessary for the first by about four yards. So this is huge here. It's going to be fourth down and four. Here's what I do if I'm the Valley Catholic Warriors. I kick the field goal. Because you need the field goal and the touchdown. And the way things could play out here, you got that one timeout, kick the field goal, you get the three points that you need, you get the ball back on the onside kick, you got one or two passes and a shot at the end zone on a jump ball. Fowler rolls right, eyes downfield, outward breaking routes, fourth down, and it's going to be complete for a first down on the far sideline. Ryan Fowler once again. Yeah, and Valley is, is getting those little... Uh, you know, extra yards here or there, but Central will but take it because it's running clock time down. Clock runs once again. Ten seconds left to go. This is why I said go for the field goal there. There's just not enough time left to play. Now Valley Catholic takes a timeout with 5.6 seconds left to go. This is why I was thinking go for the field goal there. It's a, it's a time game at that yeah. point. You know, you're going to run two or three plays here to try to get into the end zone. There's no three-point conversion. That's an option. Take the three points there. See if you can get the ball back on the onside kick. You had that one timeout still. You connect middle of the field, 
then you can take one or two shots at the end zone. Although that would have been a, a, a big field goal. That would have yes. taken a leg right and there that, from that spot, and that may be the part that but, we don't know about. But you think about it. On the onside kick, you recover it. You get the score on this next play. You recover the onside kick. Let's say there's .1 seconds left to go. You're going to get the ball at about the 50-yard line. It's not like it's going to be an easier kick than where you are right now. Yeah. That's why I, I, I think... Even maybe even on third down before that would have been the better choice to go for the field goal and then try for the jump ball in the end zone on the Hail Mary. Two receivers left and right. Five and a half seconds left to go in a nine-point ball game. Fallert under pressure. Middle of the field. It falls incomplete with 1.6 seconds left to go. Getting a little antsy on the Central Rebels sideline. They're looking around to see what they got going on over there. 1.6 left. That was a pass across the middle. If it had been uh, connected, it might have resulted in six points. But uh, Central playing that, uh, again, bend but don't break defense right now. And all they got to do is hang on for another 1.6 seconds because you doubt very seriously any team can score twice in that time period. Trips left, receiver right. Fallert to pass. Clocks hit zero. It's going to do it. It's a jump ball into the end zone, intercepted by Cannon Harlow. And the Central Rebels with the victory, 30-21 to over the Valley Catholic Warriors. They are your Class 3 District 1 champions for the second year in a row as they have drawn even on the season with the Valley Catholic Warriors. And again, another absolute thriller of a contest. It was exciting to see that there was one of these games on the schedule. When they got matched up in the same district, everyone kind of looked at it as, okay, this district's going through one of two places, Park Hills or Valley Catholic. But Destiny, they met once again, and the final this time goes to the Central Rebels. 30-21, to they're your Class 3 District 1 champions.